This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It looked like a shirt. Sorry. Damn oh, it. Sorry. All right. Quiet. <laughs> Damn it. Try to start that again. All right. Ah! <laughs> you should have left that one. Left it. No. I'm keeping all this rap. Ah. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Migs. I'm here with my my man, the Reverend in Fuego. Howdy. And my other man. That's right. Polygamy is real in the Migs cast. Glenn Cannon. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. Yes. I, I don't, I'm not jealous about anything when you two go off and do things together. I, I'm, I'm totally open to it. It's cool. Because you got to stay home. It's cool. Pet the dog. Well, no, it's a polygamous thing, man. Yeah. It's, you know. We're all sister wives. Multiple. <laughs> what it was the, we're the sisterhood of the traveling pants, dude. Yeah. Minus the pants. Right. Wow. Yes. All right. This is getting weird. We have friends in the studio, and we're acting like a bunch of kids. Uh, <laughs> let's get right into it. It's great to have everybody here. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, you can reach us at the Migscast at gmail.com or uh, on Facebook. Just type in the Migscast, and you can join our group. Uh, but we got my man, my, my brother, Levi from Lion Pride Music. What's Woo! up, man? I'm, I made it back. I'm yes. here. You brought your whole Lion Pride crew. I survived the summer. What a crazy summer. Oh we have God. to. Yeah, we have a lot of things to talk about the first thing i just want to throw it out there and we'll bring it up a bunch of times but the evergreen fest is happening this weekend on saturday saturday it's finally here the 19th for those that are our calendar saturday september 17th i mean the 17th (laughs) (laughs) did i say the 19th you said and i'm goofing on people who don't know how to work a calendar and i'm the idiot that doesn't know how to work a calendar Uh, if i was a good comedian i actually planned that but i didn't because i just (laughs) suck at life Um, but the evergreen fest is unreal dude i'm looking at this lineup uh, Modest, Modest Yahoo, I always butcher his name. House of Pain, that's the one that just makes me... Well, featuring, should, featuring Everlast. Right. So, so it's Everlast, like, it's... it's re, yeah. So you got Danny Boy, uh, you got the whole crew. Yeah. And DJ Lethal. Dude, yeah. yeah. I almost cursed. <laughs> House of Pain's one of my all-time favorites, so that's that's unbelievable. Uh, Sammy J, Collie Buds, I don't even know how to pronounce, Anuhia? Anahea. Anahea. Okay. Really like beautiful, like Hawaiian chick. She's like emerging from out of the Hawaii market, bringing all the islanders so out. So, what, then what's this vibe of this show? Because it does, I mean, obviously there's a, I mean, I would imagine people who like to, to smoke the marijuana are going to enjoy this, but you got Afro Man, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Devin the Dude's going to be another uh, stoner stoner brand, right? That's uh, coming out. And, and Hempfest is presenting this. So, we just right. had our 25th anniversary of Seattle Hempfest. Mm-hmm. And so, this is our big celebration party. We're finally breaking ah. into the amphitheater. Theater. We're, we're working our way up to the gorge, hopefully next year. For nice. Evergreen Fest. Yeah. So, so is this, killer. this is going to be a yearly tradition. An annual and, event. And this is the first? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Congratulations, man. That's Thanks. awesome. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how the hell do you pull off making a festival? Go ahead, swear. Just get it out. Just, how just get the it out. F <laughs> are you able to make it happen at White River? I mean, that's a, that's an impressive. I mean, I've been following you, and we've been friends forever, and I've been watching just how Lion Pride Music has grown. Uh, obviously, I love you guys for many reasons. I love the, the party buses. Do not suck. Um, but 
you know, I remember you putting on a lot of shows in a lot of places, small venues. Now all of a sudden, it just it feels like, and I know it's been many years in the making, but it feels like it just went zero to a hundred real quick, as our friend Jake would say. We're making we're making some leaps, but we got a lot of friends and family supporting. Uh, definitely having the Hempfest family on board on this one's been great, and then we've got all these new relationships with all these uh, recreational stores that are popping up too. So <laughs> yeah, they're excited right? to jump on board with it. Dude, so. <laughs> I just saw in the news, and I'm totally I'm probably way off, but the city of Denver, Colorado, or just Colorado in general, has, they're raking in hundreds of millions of dollars because of the legalization of marijuana. And I, I don't even know, you would probably know better than me, like what kind of coin it is being pulled in here in the Northwest. So, so be, much beyond, beyond tax, my pay scale. If you, I think if you go on the website, you, they'll, they'll show you the numbers. Uh, the tax and what's the other one? Um, yeah, yeah, It's licensing, taxing and licensing. But literally, you can see those numbers right on wow. um, the, whatever it is, the so, .gov Seattle website. Yeah, yeah. You can go it's liquor incredible. Con- liquor yep. Control Board. Liquor yeah. Control Board's yeah. website. Yeah, you can go up there and their store's making millions of dollars a month. It's crazy. A month, yeah. Oh, we're, dude, dude we're, we need to make the mix cast into a pot shop. <laughs> the, the, the revenue, the revenue Washington State has generated would blow your. It, they they literally have a last year and then projected year to wow. date. It's right there on Liquor Control Board. He's not kidding. I'm gonna I, march I into, into the boss's office. We're calling in. A, we're gonna turn our podcast into a pot shop. No, I recently <laughs> looked into acquiring licenses in the city of Burien, and there's only so many licenses per area available. And I got this big education and realized that I'd basically missed the boat. And, yeah, yeah, you know. So okay, <laughs> but I looked into it deeply. I ended up talking to a really helpful. Lady over at the liquor control board and learned a lot and yeah the revenue is astounding yep yeah uh, yep. absolutely and and there's just been so much cool education that's come out of it with uh with all the new recreational all the licensing and being able to go into a one of these shops and see the the uh the screens there with like all yeah. the different options right and then all you learn about all the cbds and all the thc factors it's like it's pretty educational it's a really cool experience I, I've, I've said that before like even if you're not a stoner you should go into one of those recreational pot shops and just ask questions because there might actually be something for someone who doesn't smoke pot like the icy hot that is made that is from from uh, it's hemp based, I would imagine, or, or THC based. I don't know. I don't know anything about it, this. It stuff, feels good. It, <laughs> it trumps any other icy hot. I know people who have given it to their moms who do not smoke pot at all, and because it's not getting you high. I mean, maybe there's like you know a nice body feeling, but it's not like you're gonna notice like where you're like, whoa, man, where's my ice cream? It's just your body feels great because of the icy hot is just. Doing trying its job. so hard not to turn this into a sex joke, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm not going to knock Steve off the rails with the icy hot and, and mom moms. feels good. <laughs> Dude, looking online, because uh, Glenn, you just talked about the, the liquor control board liquor and marijuana control board. Rev's trying to open up his own pot shop. Did you now. find it? Dude, daily sales on the site is saying $4.4 million. Like Holy, combined for all the yeah for all of them. Holy smokes! Like it's all I mean, of the literally. shops. The, the, the revenues involved. The revenues oh. involved are astounding. That's why I, I started looking into. And now I think that some of the licenses they're opening up now uh, have to do with the transportation from grow operations to the actual shops. And the lady was like, "Some of those are coming available if you want to maybe put your foot in that door." But yep, it's yep. still growing. I think as they're sorting it out, the industry's still growing. But the <laughs> amount of revenue there. I mean, growing and smoking. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like five years ago, I couldn't imagine the world. I mean, three years ago, I would no. think like when even when it was like starting to happen, it was still like, yeah, someone's going to pull the plug on this eventually. Well, and now it's Seattle- like, wow, this is just a full on amazingly well run oiled machine. Yep. Thank you. Him first. Yes. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years. <Yeah. and> have- <laughs> That's awesome. So Hemfest and Lion Pride Music putting on Evergreen Fest and, uh, 
I, I love uh, on your Facebook page. If you just go to Lion Pride Music, type it in, and you can find it. You've had different people write some really cool, um, I guess, uh, firsthand take or just uh, feelings on some of these artists. Like uh, the guy from the Stax Brothers wrote a great piece yeah. on uh, Afro Man, which I learned more about Afro Man in that that piece than I've and we've had Afro Man on our show before, and I didn't know all this stuff. <laughs> I did not realize that he's a he's a full on guitar guitar virtuoso. Yep. Yeah, a lot of these acts coming out uh, this year, they're, they're going to be doing some very unique performances at the festival. So, uh, yeah, very excited. Yeah, follow along on the Facebook and uh, make friends. Download our phone app because yep. our phone app's going to have a bunch of free ticket giveaways and things that we're doing. And where do they just type in Lion Pride Music? For Lion the phone Pride app? Music in the phone app. Yep. L Y O N Pride Music. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I'm just used to it. I forgot that we have to spell that out. You're right. Lion. Lion. That's on, yeah, I did not know that about Afterman. I just figured, oh, he's a guy that just jumps on stage like a lot of hip-hop artists and they have a backing track and that's it but there's this guy and he's just shredding and rapping and rapping yeah yeah and then uh and then i also learned a little bit about mount modest yahoo who i remember from when he first broke because he was like wow this guy is uh i believe a hasidic jew and he had the beard and like you know the stereotypical look of someone who is a hasidic jew but that has changed because you posted a picture and he just looks like this like snowboarder dude. Yeah, like right. <laughs> clean shaven. Really? No longer, I guess, practicing, so he can now perform on 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 Sundays. I think it yeah. was or Fridays. I would have paid cash money to see him perform though with the full on like. Yes. Because that's something I've never seen. Like that's just great. <laughs> and he would just full on <laughs> yeah. just rap like like none other. I mean, I remember seeing videos. I never saw him live, but like the guy put on a performance. Like he was, and, and it was visually one rocking rabbi. Dude. Right. <laughs> 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 Sign me up, man. Let's do this. <laughs> this is going to be fun for the bands, too, I would imagine. It, it really is. Yeah, we've got three stages and uh, yeah, the White River Amphitheater. Everybody knows the setup there. It's definitely one of my favorite outdoor amphitheaters. So, oh, um, Speaking of the, the, the Stax Brothers, I noticed you, you got the singer Davine or Davin, Davin or yeah, yeah. Davine, I don't know. Uh, but he's got such great pipes. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love the Stax Brothers, and, and he's going to be on one of the side stages. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were just playing up there in Fremont here just a couple nights ago as well. There's a couple big pre-parties actually going on. There's one at Jazz Bones with, uh, uh, with the band Law. Steven, remember, remember the band Law? Oh, what? yes. <clears throat> I sure do. They're out of California, and uh, they're spearheaded by a really cool guy. His name is Jacob Knoll. You might know his dad, uh, Bradley Knoll of oh, yeah. Sublime. So they're going to be flying in tomorrow morning. Wait, and so his son, it, how old is his son now? Uh, early 20s, I want to say. Jesus Christ. 21 remember, years old. Yeah. You remember when, like, when, no, when no, the world lost Brad Knoll? He, yeah, day his, before yesterday, yeah. Right. His kid <laughs> It was, hasn't been 20 years, man. I know. He's, he, I remember the stories. He left behind a, a baby. Oh my! I'm getting old. Yep. I can't do this anymore. No, I'm, not. I'm was, calling it a day. That was day before yesterday. What man. the f is going? It must be a different kid. It's just no, a whole no, different. No, yeah. the baby's. I a know total it is. Prodigy. No, no, no. The baby's a prodigy. The baby just goes out there, and it's just amazing. And he has an amazing ability to look 20, but then goes back to being a yeah, child again. Totally. Okay. Kind of like a Quato Total Recall thing. <laughs> Dude, you just like made me feel super old, Steve. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, that's definitely not a problem. I'll do that anytime. For <laughs> But wow, yeah. so he's now following in his dad's footsteps. Yes. Um, they've got some really great original music. I've had the chance to uh, go over some of their songs, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, also, who's going to be opening up for them? We've got a great Tacoma band, kind of ska-ish. Uh, they're named Echo Shot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another awesome ska band out of uh, up in Everett area called It Gets Worse. <laughs> so, yeah, funny story with them at Hempfest. What happened? 
Well, doing the loadout, taking them back to their cars and everything, and next thing I know, I run out of gas with the one and only, it gets worse. <laughs> it couldn't have gotten any worse. Oh, <laughs> started oh my gosh. Oh, my God. You had to hump all that gear out of the park, basically on foot? No, I was smarter than that. Oh, I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I had to do that once with window pane from the McWilliams stage. We humped everything out on foot. Oh, there you go. It was a long night. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even imagine. No, I just walked back, grabbed a gas can, and walked back to the car. Oh, yeah. We didn't have those kind of options, man. Like, well, I'll start walking. <laughs> that had to have been the- I might be a big guy, but I like to do things a little bit smart. I don't like using too much energy. <laughs> I just, I couldn't imagine what that would be like. You're probably like, okay, I'm shuttling these guys around, and then you have to look at him and go, kind of ran out of gas, guys. Sorry. Oh, the look on his face said it all. He knew exactly what happened as soon as we stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not very happy. (laughs) (laughs) He was a little disgruntled, but he played it like a champ. And it gets worse. I've got body lice, and I hugged all of you. So (laughs) have a nice evening. So is that show, is that Jazz Bones? Yes, that's that's on the 14th at Jazz Bones. Uh, We've got uh, doors opening at 7, and you can get tickets at uh, www.jazzbones.com. Okay, awesome. And then also for Evergreen Fest, it's just evergreenfest.com or Live Nation. Uh, you can get the tickets there, you but the it's, tickets it's, it's this Nation. Saturday, so get on it, people. And all right, this is another blast from the past, and I'm pumped that he's still doing his thing. It's Donald Glaude's going to be there yeah. as well. Donald Glaude is like truly like I mean, in the world of electronic dance music or EDM or DJing, it's it's a true Seattle Northwest legend. That's true. awesome. I didn't even know. I haven't heard his name in a while, so it's kind of cool to see that he's still doing his thing. We got a big backstage pre-party. We're going to have some DJs and some hip-hop, and so it's a reggae hip-hop festival vibe, right? So we're trying to keep the hip-fest vibe alive, too, there. But yeah, Donald Glaw is going to tear it up backstage. Dude, that's, it's just like Good Times Fest. I mean, basically, it's like this yeah. is... <laughs> it's totally, man. It's the end of summer party. It's the last... It's, it's actually the last party at uh, White River, so it's our big closing. So, I mean, all summer, you're obviously super busy promoting and doing shows. What's been your favorite show? I noticed that um, you guys, you and Rev, both were at the Prophets of Rage show, which was just last week. Yeah, that was cool. That was was so awesome. Yeah. What was your favorite part about that for you, Rev? Uh, You know what? I think it was, uh, just talking about DJs, the DJ that they have with them that just started off the the, the Prophets of Rage set, and he was just mixing all, like it was like a throwback to the 90s, and he was just mixing all sorts of rock in with it, and just all 90s music. He knew his audience. Yeah, Yeah. and he got the crowd just totally hyped up, so when the, the whole crew came out there, everyone was ready to go, and it was it was the best Rage concert you could have without uh, Zach De La Roca. Nice. It was just, it was so, so cool. Yeah, who, who all, they had rotating frontmen. So they had Chuck D, they, they had, had Be Real. And those were the two that they were, were going. the two main ones? Yeah, yeah. They were the guys who were just going through all of, uh, going through all the songs. So you got to hear, you know, Chuck D and Be Real uh, singing Rage songs. And then That's incorporating, awesome. incorporating Cypress Hill songs as well. And then they got out and they had like a little catwalk in the middle of the crowd. And at one point, the, uh, Be Real was just rapping Cy- uh, Cypress Hill songs while they were just playing. Dude, it was so cool. That sounds cool. It was so amazing. Right on, man. What was the favorite moment for you on that show? Uh, you know, the beer garden was a lot of fun. You know, uh, <laughs> don't remember anything after that. <laughs> that's a, that's something that bands never want to hear. What was the best part of the? Hey, man, did you like my show? Yeah, the, the beer garden lot was awesome. <laughs> parking was solid and beer was cold. I'm just in I'm in promo mode all the time. So yeah. all I do is hang out in the beer gardens and we're making friends and getting people to download our app. That's uh, a good point. But the, it's a lot easier to have a conversation with someone in a beer garden as opposed. To, I I personally hate when people talk to me while I'm watching. Watching a concert, like when, like mm-hmm. you're, I remember being at Allison Chain and some drunk guy who's super nice, but he's just like, blah 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 blah. I'm like, bro, 
This is like the third time Allison Chains has played a show since getting back. <laughs> like this is back way back when they did that practice show, and I'm like. This is a moment. Like, I don't, we can have this conversation. We'll go to a bar. Anytime. I'll buy you four beers because that's how all I can afford. But let's go. Like, we'll go after the show. But he until cornered, then. He cornered you during the show? You weren't at the bar? No, we were just, I was like in general admission. Oh, no. Maybe 30 <laughs> feet away from the band, losing my ass because they're playing like Junkhead or something like that, and this right? This dude starts, Steve, let me tell you about this one time. And I'm like, Bro, with all due respect, shut the f up, <laughs> oh, 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 please. Man. So I get it. I think that's awesome that you know, I had like 30, beer gardens where everyone wants to talk. T- truly, yep. I had like thirty festivals this summer. I can't really tell you a highlight on any of them because yep. we're just behind the scenes work, right? We're just working behind the scenes, and so you don't ever really. For a moment, you'll go, you'll go like hit the box seats and you'll go experience like, you know, that 10 minutes of it. It's yeah. like, oh my God, this is so good. But then it's like the reality kicks in. It's like, I got to go back to work, man. I got to, I got to get the, 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 you know, the, the CDs passed out for these local bands and we got to, we got to make the magic happen behind the scenes. So, so then that being said, because you are working, you're dealing with a lot of artists. You're also dealing with, I mean, obviously local artists, but you're also dealing with like some super big names of the big names. Who's the easiest guy to work with? The easiest guy. I don't want to ask about the worst because I don't want to trash anybody. It's about keeping it positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it. <laughs> we got to do. We got to. We got to remake some stuff up with Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa here. It was just a few weeks ago. So that, you worked with Wiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We got. We got to. You know, just spend four days with them uh, while they is were on there. Now is the artist though, or is it the people that he has surrounding him? It, the artist is awesome, but yeah, sometimes they're the management companies and the and the and the the agents are a little bit tough they're sometimes. They're the bad cops. They're the bad cops, but yeah. they're, they're doing their job, though, too. I'll right? still never forget that. <laughs> Dude, one time I went down uh, to Clear Choice Cannabis, yeah. where Snoop Dogg was going to be, and uh, he was doing a meet and greet, which was awesome for all the fans, but he was also going to, hey, I'll do an interview as well. I'm like, great. Go down there with the whole recording set up. We get it all set up right next to Snoop Dogg's throne that Levi had to procure, which was an unbelievable throne. Like, this thing was like a captain's... It was like the lion throne. It was like, rah! Oh, dude, it was a piece of just woodworking <laughs> mastery. Like, it was just this giant throne, like a legit throne. Now, is this a throne that travels with Snoop, or did you have to acquire this locally because, the, like, a throne was on the rider? Yeah, we, we, like, we had dude, to acquire this. sandwiches, some Gatorade, and, and a throne. A throne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, man. <laughs> so then we're all set up. <laughs> I'm adding that to my rider. Right you got Window pane needs a throne, man. <laughs> They'll bring us a toilet, man. I guarantee it. There you it. go. Good enough. <laughs> so I'm sitting there nervous because it's Snoop Dogg, a living legend. You know, I mean, I'm. this is going to be awesome. Selfishly, I just want a picture with the damn guy, but also an interview would be pretty sweet. And we're waiting and we're waiting. And then all of a sudden his crew comes in and they're assessing the situation, which I get. It's a security detail. And I'll never forget this guy. And I still to this day swear if I'm ever in a position of power, I'm dressing like this dude and I'm acting like this dude. (laughs) He walks in full red velour tracksuit. Like just, I mean, Ooh. like, like it's just like I mean, like the, the, the fuzzy walls from. Uh, Did get you want to the throw Greek. water on him with all your heart? <laughs> yes. Like that just cost you eight hundred bucks. <laughs> the best part about this this coat, I mean, because he got the pants, the coat, the coat's not even being worn. He's he's draped it over his shoulders like a cape. So he's like a superhero of the, the of the of, of, of the Snoop Dogg crew, right amazing. out of the comic books. I right, mean. <laughs> he's got the, the the tight white tank top underneath, and he's got a little bit of a gut, more, a little bit more than me, but he's got the gut going. So he's like, and it's just his posture is all about the gut. Like he's just pulling that, thrusting his hips out, <laughs> gut is out, and he just walks in with this swagger. 
while rubbing his stomach the yeah. entire freaking time. Like, like I don't know, like he's like his own Buddha. And he's just walking in, looking at everything, like mean mugging everybody. Like, as much as you want to laugh at a, a grown man in a velour jumpsuit rubbing his stomach, you're not laughing. I just he's... want to feed him more ribs, man. It's like, <laughs> dude, are you, still, are you hungry or are you full? Talk to me, Goose, you know. And then he looks at me and goes, <laughs> you remember this, right? Because <laughs> we both looked at each other like, oh boy. He goes, who the F is that? And I'm like, well, if you look at the situation, I'm a man with a microphone. I'm here to interview Snoop. So I'm like, oh, I'm the guy that's interviewing Snoop. F, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> and I look at him and go, you're right, I'm not. Because <laughs> he goes, get all that ass out of here. And I'm like, god damn, like, this sucks. But all right, packing it all up. And then, like, it was a moment of him being sweet. He's like, after it's all done, we'll, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, that like, never happened. I think that was his own little personal joke on me. But it, it was it was, it was was terrifying for a second. It was. They just want to have it their way. And it's like, man, what do you do? It's like, we have an agreement to do an interview. Like, what, what's going on here? You know? So, right. Again, the management, sometimes they're just, it's their way or the highway in those situations. But in those situations, I mean, I, I, I uh, like I even telling everybody at Clear Choice and you, I was like, don't worry about it because I get it. This is just one of those moments I could tell, like, I knew you had it all locked in. Like, this was something that was all set up. I'm picturing, like, two hours later, Snoop being like, man, I wonder what happened to that guy that was supposed to interview. <laughs> and homeboy sitting there rubbing his belly like, I ain't know, man. I ain't seen nobody with nothing. You know, like, I'm picturing that. I bet you a 20 spot, that's what went down. You know? He's like, what happened to that guy? I thought I was interviewed. I thought I was going to get interviewed, man. I've been oh, prepping. I, I didn't see nobody, you know, just rubbing his belly. Quato's in there, you know. Quaid. That's not, that's something, that's I don't know. I could be off. I could be wrong. Just a tad. <laughs> I don't think that happened. I bet it did, dude. You don't know. That's awesome. He just wanted to mess with you, dude. Later, he was like, oh, I didn't see anybody when you were recording. Get I respect that if that was actually like an, like an actual, like, thought out prank on any radio personality that comes in his in, like just alright send send Valor Man out there <laughs> Valor <laughs> Man he looked like Terrence Howard from Hustle and Flow Valor like wouldn't you think like, I mean if you ever seen the movie Hustle and Flow he had oh, that yeah. he looked like him and he had that kind of vibe to him and I'm like I'm sure as hell not gonna argue with a man about Snoop Dogg's interview so whatever right. it's like I, <laughs> and we had the same thing down at uh, we were down at Vila was one of the places we hit up here just on this last recent tour with Wiz mm-hmm. and Snoop and uh uh, and they were the same thing. It was just, you know, their, their crew wanted to run the show, and that's, yep. that's fine. But they did, the coolest part about those, they didn't personally shake everyone's hands. Everybody got a selfie. Everybody got an autograph. Um, I mean, like, the, the like for the fans, dude, they really go above and beyond for the fans and make it, the I, yeah. experience exceptional, right? So. And, and like I, I, we've talked about there, I was like, if and I would much rather be the low man on that totem pole to know that at least everyone who was waiting in line, because it was snowing outside, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Right, yeah, it was snowing, so it's like, jeez, I'm inside and I'm warm, and I'm I'm still in the presence of Snoop Dogg. It was fun, and it made a better story than probably the interview. I probably would have sucked at the interview, and it would have just been like something we never talked about again. But the Valor Man, I'd like to interview him. Can you help me with that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be a great interview too. It could be. What can you tell me about Snoop? I ain't talking about Snoop. Ah, okay. <laughs> Tell me about your Valor jumpsuit. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Leave the studio. Okay, I'm leaving. What size and tank top 20 minutes do you of him wear? breathing into the mic, and that's the interview. And I would listen to all 20 minutes, man. Because <laughs> you know that he's now owned that area as well. And you're outside the window weeping a little bit, you know? His breath speaks volumes. <sighs> Oh boy, I'm upsetting him. You put one of the mics on the belly so you can hear the. <laughs> <laughs> so we never talked about though your favorite 
uh, person to deal with working wise. Oh man, I gosh, I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a tough one. There's just so they many. all suck then. <laughs> Valor man is actually his favorite. Yeah. Him and Valor man laugh about all that stuff later. Dude, I threw Steve out. Yeah, I know. Some of the smaller groups are always my favorite. I guess yeah. I really like that, uh, you know, that the, the beginning stages of artist development where we're working with some of the up-and-coming artists and some of the artists that are on tour for the first time and, and getting to just kind of coach them along and, and just go out there and tour with them. Uh, one of the groups that's playing on Evergreen Fest, Potluck, is what, like one of okay. my favorite up-and-coming artists. Are they from around here? or uh, They're from, I think they're from Cali. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure where they're from, but they've, they've been through on tour. I mean, they've just been putting it in the grind, like, they're they're playing the smaller the smaller venues uh, like the old Hell's Kitchens when I first oh, yeah. saw oh, them yeah. right nice um, and, and the sold out show you know like just three hundred people a local intimate show those are my favorite right and absolutely work with the artists at that level especially and in, in eventually if good things happen to them it's it's fun to be able to look back and be like oh yeah. I yeah. remember when they were just grinding and, and, and touring in like a, maybe not even in a van. Like maybe it was just like a car with a trailer attached to the back. Who knows? Yep, yep exactly. Yep, yep. And I remember that even with Tech Nine, when Tech Nine was coming through on the Sprinter vans, right? Before mm-hmm. the big tours and stuff like that. You know, just working with them when there was only hundreds of people at the club. Those right. are the best experiences. And now he's selling out all the big, like the show boxes of the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep, yep, exactly. So yeah, keep an eye out for Potluck up at the Evergreen Fest. They're, they're one of the opening acts up there. Uh, we've got them traveling in. They're, they're road dogging it in, right? So same thing. <laughs> with the law band you know laws you know that's it's bradley's son that's going to be there and they're just they're just traveling in they're low budget and and they're playing for a crowd for a couple hundred people to 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 break to break the ice for the festival this might be a stupid question with them do they does he tackle any sublime songs or is it something that he's just like you know what i don't mind being connected to my pops but i'm not covering his stuff i I think they did like one i think they heard that they do like one maybe one cover just kind of like you know thanks dad but uh it's all original all yeah i wasn't hoping that it would just be like you know sublime with pope but it's now sublime with son (laughs) (laughs) sublime and sons yeah they really have their own original thing going on so um this will be my first time working with them and first time seeing them i think it's their first time playing in washington I think so. Nice. Oh, nice. Well, way to bring him in, man. Yeah. That's, that's very, very cool. And then what else is going on in your world, man? I know uh, it sounds like uh, the, you're going to be coming, I would hope, and uh, the party bus will be a rocket. We're going to have all the party buses there. For, maybe for, uh, for, uh, for our MIGS Fest, too. Yes, and for oh, MIGS October. Fest. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good. Studio 7? Yes. Yeah, studio 7. And that means Steve will be wasted at the show because <laughs> I will not be driving. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> That's always a good yeah. thing. So I'm going to hire a driver that night. Yes. I'm, I'm not driving either. Yeah. Nice. Our goal is to, just like the time that I was kicked out of the party that I was hosting that you had. How funny would it be if I get... Party. The Christmas party is still a legendary story. Like My hockey buddies still bring it up. The time that I got kicked out of a party that I was hosting. Oh, my God. I don't know if he got kicked out. I think maybe he just wandered out, maybe. No, there was one guy that said... Like, no, here, okay, long story short, I, I was wasted. I mean, everyone was buying me shots, and I was like, I'm not driving. I'll just keep pounding. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the bathroom hurling, and I, I guess ripped one of the handicap bars off of the wall because I was, like, violently puking. Souvenir. And I walked out holding it like, like it was, like, my sword. And this guy's like, buddy, you got to go. And I'm like... Huh? And then everyone is I like, "Already went. See the handle? No, dude. No." And everybody that knew who I was was just like, "You can't kick him out. He's emceeing this whole night. Like he's the host." And someone's like, "I'm gonna get Levi." And I'm like, "No, he's right. I should go. I'm gonna go on the party bus and just go drink." So I go, and everyone's trying to like do damage control. I'm like, "No, he's absolutely right. I ripped the pole out of the wall, and I can't see right now. Like I was literally, I was present." 
Like, I was legit blacked out because my eyes were not open. I was so wasted. I like, thought we got you back in on the drums, though. Didn't we get you back in on the drums later that night? I don't yes. think he remembers. How'd he do? That's all really I Really good. Did he really? I got a video of him just smashing the when drums. He, when he blacks out, his meter improves. He's solid as a rock. <laughs> I love this. Just, um, this band is playing some great covers, like just some awesome stuff. And they're playing Tool. I remember this. Yeah. They're playing oh. Tool at the time. Mind you, no. Yes, they are. And and the drummer looks at me, and he's in pajamas for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I just imagined he it. He actually but. wasn't in pajamas, but go ahead. <laughs> I, according to my friends, just walked up on stage to whisper in his ear, you're doing a great job. Because, you know, that's Aww. what you do when a band's performing. Because he was. He was an amazing drummer. Speaking of talking to people in the middle of a show... <laughs> Homeboy's on stage. <laughs> hey man, hey, hey man, hey. Hey, you're doing great. You're doing great, bro. And he, without missing a beat, goes, bro. I gotta take a leak. Can you finish the song? Because <laughs> he knew I played drums. And I go, I don't know how to play the song. And he goes, you'll figure it out. And we do the you ending. Did. We finish the end because it was like that breakdown before. Oh I think we were, they were doing sober. So it's the breakdown and then it comes you back in. You had a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So I come back in and I'm just jamming. Then they're like, hey, you know Rage Against the Machine? I'm like, yeah, I know Rage Against the Machine. I was just saying I know the band. <laughs> They're like killing in the name of him. Like, love that song. Then they're like, one, two, three. I'm like, oh, sh- I got to play it? I've never played this song before. So I'm like, Brr. and we get through it. And I watched the video. Everyone was very complimentary. I watched it. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm so- I-, I, wanted, like, I almost was going to hit up Levi in addition to apologizing for being Sorry. kicked out of the party. I promised I'd host. I was like, can you give me a hold of that band so I could apologize for just being a... a- the anti-metronome. No, no, those, just, those drums are still in the corner of their their practice. They don't touch them. They're like they're like. They, I think they want you to come sign the them. Shrine. <laughs> the shrine. <laughs> but it was awesome. Then my buddy Jay, the J Mac, he's on stage like Flavor Flav, just hyping me up, like dancing. I'm like, this is like the whole time. Even though I'm wasted, I'm I'm very aware of the fact that we have completely turned this performance into a cluster f. And like, just <laughs> people are on stage dancing, but it was so much fun. That's Are you doing amazing. it again? Because I'm in. Yeah, annual Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, annual Christmas party is going to be on. He I, hesitated for a moment. He was like, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I won't tell you where it is. But. <laughs> Man, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for Migs Fest thing because, Levi, you got to pick me up. I'm right by your house. So you just pick me up on the bus and yep. we just head right up there. Okay, we'll, 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 uh, we'll route out a whole schedule. And, yeah. and yeah. we, got, we got three party buses. So we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Get everybody there. Steve's supposed to perform a song with window pane that night and yes. we're last and Tony's working out a thing where we might be uh, streaming the whole thing to 41 countries and four terrestrial radio stations so awesome. you might want to temper your alcohol intake or, or not <laughs> I mean just go full bore you know because you're just fronting a, you'll, you'll have a solid have band sing. behind you oh, yes man. I'm you'll getting wasted to. I'm singing I'm getting wasted I don't <laughs> sing these pipes are not meant to be sung. <laughs> just throwing all that. I'm just arming you, man. I'm just, all right. just lubing you up for I mean, what's drumming, to come. I'm, hey, let in all the other bands. If they need someone to jump on drums for a song, I'm okay with that. Just I'll put you on Will's kit since he's a lefty and just totally throw you. I'll figure it out. <laughs> he's really good at that. Wait until you see the video. It's, it's really good. I got to check that out. It's awesome. <laughs> that was one of the funniest nights. The stories were amazing. Because I remember then I'm blacked out. I'm on the party bus. Next thing I know, there's just these two random people come on with this giant six-foot green bong. But in my head, I'm like, man, someone got a lightsaber because of all the black lights. That thing, I'm like, that is the biggest lightsaber I've ever seen. And I'm watching these two, and this one woman's like 
she's giving the bong a, 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 a pole dance. And I'm like, wow, she's Jeez. really taking liberties with that That's lightsaber. Fantastic. And then the other girl starts smoking at it. I'm like, holy cow, you can smoke at it. It's like this, because I'm just completely, I've lost my That's mind. Why Vader breathes like that, man. <laughs> years of, him and Marley are both, yeah, I'm in, you know, like. <laughs> Way too big of a bong hit. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, I, anytime I hang out with Levi, it's always just. <laughs> too much fun. It's so much fun. It really is. The times in Spokane, of course, are, yeah. are you better come this time. I'm, I, I will. But I remember I was you setting up a, everything for Evergreen Fest is the reason why I had to go sign the deal at the amphitheater when you guys are doing the, the Easter party. Yep. In Spokane. Spokane. That, that, was, that was like a, a heartbreaker. Like we're all pumped. Like Levi's going to be there. And we're partying. And we had so much fun the year before we go to Spokane Easter weekend with our hockey team. And, and Levi is so awesome. And make sure we get there safely in this incredible i mean it's a school bus that is i mean legit not a short bus a full-size school bus that has been gutted out and turned into a party bus got a dj booth in the back of the bus fantastic the sound system is ridiculous there's a stage on top like you could pull up this like the like a gate so that no well i mean i'm sure some people could make the effort to still fall off of it but (laughs) the intent is so you don't fall off of it we were thinking about getting one of those inflatable hot tubs for the top (laughs) yes please let's start june yeah wow Oh my gosh! We might not bring any hockey gear this time. <laughs> Just fill it up with all the all of the hot tubs and all the other fun. Well, that's party the next favorites. bus. That's our fourth bus. We're gonna get one of those uh, like the accordion buses, right? <laughs> with like one of the big caterpillar buses, and we're gonna put a hot tub in the back of it. Are you really? Yeah, it'll be the hot tub time machine. That's oh my that's there you go. I'm in. Yeah. Will that be ready by Easter weekend? <laughs> oh, we're working. I'm I'm I'm, look, I'm I'm scoping the auctions. We're that's our fourth bus. That'll be that's the idea. I do have to say, and I mean, we joke. About all the craziness that happens on them, but if you do need a party bus, it is. I, I always recommend you guys because it's like, hey, you always employ great drivers. They're very aware of where everyone is. Like we have never lost a player, and that takes effort. <laughs> like that. I mean, that, before you just you, have people just randomly wander off. Right in the past, yeah. but now we have. Like, I mean, they do a great job of making sure we get to and from very safely. <laughs> so just go to Lion Pride Music on I'm sure on uh, website, Facebook, and all that stuff to oh, yeah. to hire you guys as a party bus company. Yep, and we got some videos up there. So there's actually some really good videos up there now. Because the, we take video of some of the experiences yes. too, right? So yeah, there's some, there's some great videos you can watch up on the YouTube. <laughs> of, of of late, if you can remember, what's been the craziest thing that has happened on one of those party buses? <sighs> Again, I can't that, talk about things like uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone brought an actual lightsaber. Uh, there was a bit of loss of life, but an amazing pole dance. It was really pretty spectacular. Yeah, they're, they're all, yeah, they're, he was a dude, but then he did the grinding yeah. on that lightsaber, and now he's a yeah. woman. Yeah. It happens. Uh, this is the weirdest promotion for Evergreen Fest ever. And I knew it would be. Yeah, of course. Anything else stories. going on in your world? I definitely want to make sure. I, oh, uh, props. I noticed uh, your, bro, your bro got to raise the 12th man flag at the Seahawks game. Yeah, which... my brother is back. And that, that was my favorite concert of the summer, actually, as we took him out to the Watershed, the country concert festival this year. So that was his first concert back. And then yeah, and then a few weeks later, he got to raise the 12th man flag. And for those that don't know, your brother, Daniel, right? Daniel, Daniel Lyon. Lyon. And he was one of the uh, firefighters at that awful fire that happened in Twisp. Yeah, the Twisp fire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was the survivor? He was the one survivor. Yeah. And uh, it is obviously still an uphill battle, but man, I've been watching anytime any any news channel does a special on him. It's been from where I remember when we first talked on the on the megacast about this, and it was like I think all three of us, me, you, and Ted, were like almost gonna have a kumbaya cry moment because it was just like you know you're like a brother to us, and 
and just to see, and he is a legit brother to you, um, just to see how he has just been recovering and yeah, his spirit. been awesome. Been uh, awesome. It, and it, taking him to the country concert was just the coolest thing ever, too. I mean, there was all kinds of people that, like, recognized him and, like, yeah. that's that's Daniel Lyon. Like, man, how great dude, did that make out, him feel? That's cool. totally that's really awesome, cool. right? It was, yeah, it was it was great. And then all the pictures and just the good memories. I'd never been to a country concert before. So I, I hear they're fun to be at for people watching. <laughs> the, the ladies are very nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Short shorts and cowboy boots. Am Can't I in the wrong with genre? The, the Daisy Dukes were just to die for. <laughs> yeah. Gladly, maybe we have to work on it. We should make a country band. Can we all wear Daisy Dukes? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No. And we'll call our band the Uncomfortable dangle. to Look At. Or the Sack Angle. <laughs> the Sack Dangle. The Sack Tangle. As long as you guys stay way out in the country where no one can hear you. It's just <laughs> deep. Deep country. Oh, come on, man. You don't want to hear my jaw harp solo? Come on. Jaw harp. Oh, a harmonica, right? No, no, no. The juice harp like Snoopy played. Come on. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I was the featured jaw harpist on uh, Give It Away by the Chili Peppers. That was me. <sighs> they won't pay me any royalties. It's kind of like what uh, Michael Jackson did to Eddie Van Halen, but uh, you know that's still me. That that juice harp's me. I don't know why. When are you going to let this whole Michael Jackson, Eddie, Vedder, Eddie Van Halen thing down, man? I mean, you've been banging that drum for. I've never mentioned it. I know. I'm I just, just want my royalty <laughs> check from Anthony Kiedis. He was like, "Can you play juice harp?" And I was like, "Yeah." And anyway. <laughs> what was that for your brother? I know you weren't able to be there, if I remember correctly, but uh, what was the experience from your conversations with him from raising the 12th man flag? I mean, yeah. that had to have been... He said it was the coolest thing he's ever done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the coolest, one of the coolest things I've witnessed. Like, I had goosebumps the whole time, like, when I watched the video, and it was during one of the preseason games. Was it the first preseason game? Yeah. Which, yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. That yep. Is, yeah, and, and they talked about doing it, uh, letting him do that last year, and right. he just wasn't quite able or quite, quite capable of doing that. He was still in, in he was still in the hospital. Right? I mean, yeah. he was in there for months, right? So, uh, yeah, so to have him, they reinvited him to come out and do it uh, here a few weeks ago is the picture just of seeing him and the, I mean, you know, especially since I've known you for so long and, and, and cares a lot about you and seeing Lion on the back of the jersey with the twelve and. The flag being raised and just like the tens of thousands of people, nearly a hundred thousand that go to these games, you know, seventy, sixty thousand, just feeling it for him. I mean, that had to have been just I mean, not just special for him, obviously, but anyone who was there. You're, giving, you're doing it to me again, I know, Steve. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I gotta start shaving the hair off my arms because I just I have these moments too much. You don't have that problem, Rev? Goosebumps. Uh, no, I do have goosebumps, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, never thought see, about shaving I knew you had a heart. Yeah. It's yeah I was just, I was on the market yesterday. I was looking online for back shavers. I know that's very weird, but I was. They have them. Thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty <laughs> impressive. They have big old arcing arm yeah. that goes over. Oh, dude, I watched an infomercial on, on YouTube. I should find the How audio of that. How were you for that one? 100% sober. Wow. Just, you know, I'm going to find it. And when you guys wow. hear but this, is this guy. A, this is a problem that you have to deal with? Do you, yeah. Why, why couldn't, if you were in the market to well, it's not shave like, your okay. back, well, why wouldn't you get your wife to do it? Think about, There's some things you just don't ask your lady to do. Think about back hair versus back stubble. Man, I'll take the hair. God, the itching. Imagine back stubble. Oh. Hey, look, it is a process. I understand that, but I, I do Or just to... like nair it or something. So he's going to shave his back. I'm going to wait three days, and I'm going to flip him on his back and use him to sand my deck. That's my plan. I've had, <laughs> I've had thing, a little bit of my back waxed. First off, it How hurt. is that? It hurt like hell. And then the stubble... The itching, it was just across the top of my back because they wanted to do the entire thing, and I was like, no, this hurts. Screw you. It, 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 it itches, and it's just insane. It just drove me nuts. I couldn't imagine doing the entire back. Should we do a bit on the show where we get our testicles waxed? No! 
No, wait, like forty-year-old no, virgin, where no. they, where they, oh, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> that, Kelly Clarkson. that was just his oh. chest. That was his chest. That do you made really me want, wince. Like, ugh. do you really want hot wax on your? No. Again, it's uh, evergreenfest.com. So, in some circles, you got to pay good money for that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, this is not one of those. There won't be a back waxing booth. Here we go. This is the greatest commercial I ever Hello, watched. Hello, I'm Aaron Marino from Alpha M. Let's face it, gentlemen, back hair, it sucks. But what sucks worse than back hair is actually trying to manage it yourself. As men, we're pretty self-sufficient creatures. We, we can are. handle we our are. business. Unless, of course, that business happens to be the removal of hair that is on our back. One area of your body that you just can't reach. Now, sure, there are some removal options. I thought like this was a prank or a skit. No! Laser hair removal, cha-ching, or that worthless man groomer thing that breaks it for like four uses and requires batteries. Dude, who? Batter batteries? And the other option Works is asking a friend to shave your back. Hey, Jimmy, when you're done with that piece of pizza, would you mind uh, helping me out and shaving my back? Because even if Jimmy doesn't... No Just to, I think you understand, this is a five-minute long video, and I watched all five minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Twice. Dude. And then so my did, wife came did home. Did you purchase this thing? I got to the point where I got to Amazon, and I started reading the reviews. No, <laughs> oh, dude. I haven't stopped bleeding in three days. <laughs> no, they're all One good. star. Oh, really? They're all, I mean, there's a couple like, you I know, actually called Jimmy from the commercial. He wept for me. You know? It's called Backblade. B-A-K-B-L-A-D-E. My birthday is October 3rd, boys. I don't know. Isn't that a superhero? Like Blade. There was Blade 1, 2, 3, Blade Trinity, and then Backblade. Should I ask my in-laws for that for my birthday? Yes. That, does that trump the time that I asked them to buy me an athletic cup from ho for hockey? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it really yeah. does. Is that weirder or not as weird? You asked your mother-in-law to buy you a cup? Well, I asked my, my wife... Because she's like, well, my parents want to get you something for your Christmas. What do you want? I'm like, well, there's a sweet goalie cup that's like <laughs> Man, 80 bucks. I'd have bought a leather one and filled it with cottage cheese. You know, oh, happy birthday, oh, brother. Oh, 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 oh. Like, what is that? Dinner. Here's some pepper. What's that? I'm sorry. You got to jump on the mic, brother? <laughs> I want to know what you're going to do when uh, you get 10 of those for your birthday now. That's a good point. <laughs> the year well, I'm going to have a back shaving yes. party. No different than like when people have those, like, you know, passion parties. Bring your back blade to Migs Fest. You got to hurry back. Come over to my house. I live in Puyallup. Jeez. We'll shave each other. It won't be weird because we don't know each other. Just don't tell me your name because then it gets weird. No. Smoothest back gets to sit in the throne kind of thing. Yes. Oh, and we'll, we'll get can crush, we get that throne? Can we get Crush Valor Man to come down and, I, and I, host it? I could probably get that a clear choice to donate the throne. <laughs> 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 yeah. Again, it's uh, evergreenfest.com <laughs> for information about Saturday's show. And I wanna, I definitely want to thank you for the hats. Yeah. We got these new awesome. Lion Pride hats. These are so dope. They're killer. And uh, they have, we got leopard print. They we got some dope. Hawaiian versions. We got some of the military style cap. Uh, we got the 420 cap. That's a fun one. So, And I, so. I got the pink flower cap to match my pink flowered shoes. You really did get the pink one. Yeah, look, they match my shoes. I'll be damned. They, they actually do. do. We need a photo of that. Yes. How does that? Me, how do you have shoes? Let me shoes document that. That are like, where did you get those shoes? Uh, online. Because <laughs> they match it perfectly. Yep, there we go. Look at that. A little flower. A little flower. I call print. them my Guns and Roses shoes because uh, there's pink roses and camouflage, which is guns. So oh yeah. Guns that was my favorite concert this summer. Oh f you! I don't even want to talk <laughs> about that. We were in Atlanta for my that concert. My ears are still over. bleeding. <laughs> Give me what you want. Everybody I know who's like like you, I, I respect your musical opinion. Obviously, you've seen so many great bands. I have a lot of friends, and everyone I asked that has that went to that show, I'm like, so how was the show? They're like, 
dude, it was the greatest concert I've ever been to. And yeah. I'm like, I don't, I was hoping you'd say it was good, <laughs> but I, I didn't want to hear from someone who's seen a million shows. My ears are still bleeding. There's just, it was, it was extremely awesome. I read that they raked in, they grossed. One hundred and seventeen million. That's just the U.S. Tour. tour before merch sales. They are now the twelfth largest economy in the world. Guns and Roses is the twelfth largest economy wow. in the world. Hey, don't well, forget that rock and roll is dead, everyone. Guns right? and Roses, twelfth largest economy in the world. I just wanted to look that up and share it. So, for anyone wondering <laughs> if they're going to keep touring, I think that answers that question. Because <laughs> when you have separate tour buses and separate dressing rooms, how hard is it to stay? friendly to well, each other. And so is Izzy Stradlin sitting there somewhere going, man, I really blew it. Well, like, do you hear why he's not? No. Like, so Axel did an interview and he's like, I don't know, man. Izzy says one thing one minute and says something else. It's not a knock on him, but he just kind of goes, one minute I think everything's cool and then I hear something else. Well, he basically made, Axel made it sound like as if Izzy did not want to do the tour. And? And, it, and then Izzy goes on Twitter and just writes bull S, they didn't want to pay me as an equal member. Ooh, oh. And that's that. what it boils down he to. Apparently, the chief writer on the majority of those appetite tunes. See, and this is the argument. Like, I personally, as a purist and as a Guns N' Roses freak, I think if you had all five of them, you split it five ways, they're equally as important. I get that in the world of a, like, if you were building, like, a, a hierarchy of Guns N' Roses, of course, Axel and Slash at the top. Duff, of course, like, right there underneath them. And then Izzy and Steven in the eyes of mainstream America. Uh, but... How do you discount what he, like you said? Well, I wonder who gets, I know that uh, Mike Klink gets a ton of mechanicals from that record because he kept trying to He produced the record. Well, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he kept trying to walk away and they kept saying, please just finish it. We'll give you a few more points. And then because I heard like, he, yeah, the band but then was a lot of these guys are talented, but they're impossible and they're hammered and I'm out. Find someone else, please finish it. We'll give you a few more points. So his first couple checks on appetite, he was like, <laughs> but um, thanks for twisting my I arm. Boys. I don't know who gets the mechanicals and whatnot, but I, I know that a lot of those tunes were basically written by Stratlin. I don't know how they yep. divvied up their publishing. But maybe Izzy's like, dude, I don't need the revenue. Appetite's selling like hotcakes. I'm doing fine. And it's probably selling even more now that it's like they reissued it on vinyl. It, man. Sure. But I mean, I, and, and we. We talked about it on the air, and I, I and I, I I compare it to like football players. It's like, well, why does he need more than this guy? I mean, isn't sixty four million dollars enough? And I'm like, of course, I, I don't think anyone would argue with you that sixty four million dollars is enough. But this is an ego driven world, especially with like high profile personalities, whether it be rock stars or athletes. They all want to be paid the most. You know, that's that to them is respect. And I don't get that world because I've never seen that kind of well, money in my life. Yeah, I can't picture that kind of money. With, with athletes, I've always thought of it in a little different way. Because it's like, hey, man, we're going to give you $52 million to destroy your knees and back. Right. And it's like, mm, oh, can we make it 60 But with a rock and roller, it's but like- But for some of those guys, it's like, I want 64 because then that makes me the highest paid quarterback. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and that's, that's true. bragging rights. But you're right. And then with, I think probably with Izzy, he's just like, I don't want to be viewed as a hired hand. If I'm going to come back, I want to be viewed as an equal. Well, or, or not even, it might not even be viewed. It's like, I don't care if you guys even discuss the numbers publicly, but you need to pay me what I'm worth. Yeah. Well, we'll pay someone else. Ah, oh, man, that's just dirty trick. And, and they paid someone who kind of looks like Izzy. Have you I seen the rhythm see. guitarist? He probably put on the hat and the loose shirt, and they're like, "This is what you're going to wear." He has Here's like the way. same kind of hairstyle as <laughs> uh, Izzy Stratlin. It's very—he's more like he's like steroid Izzy. He's got muscles and stuff, and Izzy wasn't like almost unless he's been working. I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't called him recently. He doesn't answer my texts. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking on Twitter right now, and he just posted BS regarding you. You don't call him. Apparently, he's saying I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and BS. I'm on a cycle right now. Yes, I am yoked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming down there to thump on you. And then I'm going to sit in my throne. <laughs> that is nuts, though. Could you imagine 
117 million. million. And that's before that's just that's ticket revenues. That's not merch. Did, did you and see merch their is merch? the bread and butter? No, did they, you see the numbers? They, well, they're just their merch presentation. It was oh, a semi truck parked sure. in front of Wamu Theater. It was like the sides opened up and no. it, I was playing like music and it was like it, like their merch really? presentation was spectacular. Like oh, that. Man. So even if you're not going to the show, if you're just out there partying, you can walk up and drop 60 bucks on a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing you got to remember there too. The WWE does that. And I always wondered why now it makes sense it's like yeah. the yeah, walk smart. up they're the buying they're buying that merch in bulk probably from an overseas manufacturer like i remember having that uh conversation with the the death punch guys mm-hmm. and they order it in bulk from an overseas manufacturer and i mean it's it's good quality stuff and front and back full color but it's inexpensive right so you're talking a 60 dollars t-shirt that cost me eh, buck 50 to make yep. the profit margin and revenue there is like <laughs> they got a pen. They got we can take one percent and retire comfortably, bro. <laughs> well, that's why I always, whenever like a, a band's touring, especially maybe not like a Guns N' Roses level, although I buy a shirt because I'm a geek like yeah, that. Right. But but like like whenever I go see like bands playing in clubs, like the Hold Steady or Twenty One Pilots, back when they were smaller, I remember doing this, and and any local band as well. I, I, if I have cash in my pocket, I'm buying a T-shirt because I know that's like pretty much pure profit for the band yep. as yep. opposed to, and I remember like my boys in Zebrahead when they were touring a lot, they're like, we make all of our money from T-shirt sales. Yeah. And that's when it like the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you know, everyone else has got their hand in like the promoting and, oh, the, my goodness. and yeah. the concert venue and the rentals of this and that. But the T-shirts is where I'm always a sucker for the vinyl. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude! Boy, I just, that I, made a resurgence, man. No doubt. I just dropped a hundred bucks on what? the uh, Mother Love Bone reissue oh. uh, vinyl that is not even out yet. Like I, I spent it, and it's like I don't know when I'm getting it. Maybe next year, but like they did like a presale, <laughs> and it wasn't like money I had, but I was like, I need this. And in my head, I'm like, it's gonna sell out. When's it gonna sell? Like by who? Who's gonna sell? That? You know what I mean? Like as much as as many Mother Love Bone fans as there are, they're probably gonna just keep pressing these if people are buying them. Yep. And I'm in my head like, well, I gotta get it before it sells out. <laughs> no, no. That, yeah, that's that, effective marketing, dude. It is. It is. I'm just that guy. You better get in on this whole air thing before it's gone. I just bought three <laughs> copies of it. <laughs> three oddly. copies of air. <laughs> I did actually buy vinyl by the band Air just recently. Oddly enough, wow. I like that band. They're fun when you zone out. It's good stuff. <laughs> but I'm the same way, man. Vinyl is so, so much fun. Like yeah. right now, it's just, it's, it's, it, I've talked about this before, but it really forces you, not that you need to be forced if you like a record, but sometimes you get busy and distracted. With vinyl, it's almost like you're forced to sit there and enjoy the record because in 15 minutes, you're going to have to flip the song. The whole album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yep. you might as well just sit there and enjoy the tunes. Yep. Yep. And the slime green vinyls, those are always my favorite, like the green or the oh. orange or the clear vinyls, right? That's, I had that old white zombie one on my wall. So it glow in the dark slime green. My favorite, I have a biohazard for the State of the World Address record. And, it, and the album was had an orange vibe to it or orange. Orange vibe to it. Orange. Sorry, boys. Uh, orange. <laughs> or I didn't even catch it. Of course, I'm from Western Maryland. I, didn't, oh. I wasn't aware there was any kind of. Oh God, did I get beat did up for that? You say orange wrong. Orange. 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 I say. I say. I don't. I mean, I don't know which one's right anymore, man. Say, say orange. O- orange. Say okay. Orange. I said orange. Oh no, you say it more properly. You orange. Do. He's he's more well spoken than we are. Orange. Yeah, he talks like he's on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> orange on the TV. Orange glad. Orange glad. I got an orange vinyl. <laughs> but it's a cool vinyl because it's kind of clear and, yeah. and orange. <laughs> Damn you, biohazard! You're from Brooklyn. Why'd you do this to us? Putting out an orange. That's, that's why. why they did it. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. shows that that's how they know if you're really down for life. For you, biohazard fans. It's you like know a Canadian that. band. Putting out a band called Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, eh. 
<laughs> favorite. My favorite song different. is Suri. Wait, what? Suri. Qua? <laughs> Again, evergreenfest.com. <laughs> Where can right. people get if they wanted to get these hats or just uh, find you guys at, at shows? Or can uh, yeah, they only at shows. That's the yep. kind of what we do with all of our merch. Nice. Speaking of like local, right? You got to come out to the show to get the merch, to get mm-hmm. the cool swag, and uh, and then yeah, and then tickets for Evergreen Fest. Uh, of course, are at Ticketmaster, but there are a couple uh, couple shops that are doing some uh, promos and some freebies. So while you can here over the next couple of days, stop into either Vela down on First Avenue in Seattle or Diamond Green over there by Jazz Bones in Tacoma. We have the big meet and greet there tomorrow with uh, guys from Law. Doing their big pre-party at Jazz. Is Diamond Green a rec shop? Yeah, their rec shop over I there. I hope so. That's a great name. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Highway Seven over on Pacific, over on like Seventy uh, Second and Pacific. It's another rec shop. They're giving away some tickets over Gosh. there. So. How is it in the world of the rec shop stuff? You would know better than me because you deal with a lot of them. Um, is there like a friendly rivalry? Is there a competitive vibe? Like, I mean, or is it like, hey, man, like. The more of us, the more people come to the party. I, I really think it's just, uh, yeah, it's a matter of pushing the envelope, right? And just making it more, like, more open and more friendly and, and just getting, again, the experience. You go in, you get to choose from all these great strains and products and, and um, you know, the, the lotions and the, yeah. and the, uh, the tinctures and the, the, the drinks and the, um, the, you know, the flour and the, all the dab stuff that's going on right now. It's, it's, incra- it's crazy how many cool products there are. And, and so, yeah, I think everyone, everyone seems to be really friendly kind of behind the scenes. Uh, well, I guess just, when you're making $4 million a day collectively, yeah. you can't really, I, I love all of you, even if you like, you know, punch me in the Jimmy every day. I'm like, well, I'm breaking in $4 million a day. I don't care it's what you great- business plan everyone's doing good that's in the industry everybody that got a license good for them they're doing good right yeah and so yeah so there's there's a great commodity and there's a there's a great scene going on and it's and hopefully it just keeps spreading we got all these uh all these states on the ballot this next year right that are they're getting ready to i don't know how maybe like five or ten more states might join join on board the nation i'm sure they're seeing the tax revenues and going let's not be stupid anymore yeah because everyone's already doing it a lot of my friends back east are like so what's it like i'm like nothing has changed except there's billboards everywhere now and there's a lot more access to a lot more that's a great but i'm like really man everywhere i go it was Seattle, dude. Everyone was always smoking. It was not an uncommon thing, and it wasn't a big deal, but now it's, you know, everywhere. The one thing I have heard is that apparently soccer moms are just getting deep into the weed. Like, they'll just, like... Remember that lady in Vancouver, British Columbia? (laughs) They dropped their kids off, and all the moms decided, you know what? Our kids are in school. Let's get stoned. And then the cops showed up. Yeah, apparently they'll just hit, like, their stylist, and uh, uh, my wife knows a a friend who's a stylist, and they're just like, yeah, they'll just, they'll just, like, say, hey, you want to take a puff while they're doing her hair and stuff like that? They just, every every soccer mom has a pipe in their purse now. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Well, you got to watch your kid play soccer every day. I'd get high as F, too. Yeah. When you have a kid, yeah, you I mean, should I, probably just get high as F. I, I get baked it and just show up to the it soccer It cries, fields. it needs money, it breaks everything I love. I do have to <laughs> do that with my cat, and he does about the same That's thing. Right. This is a terrible endorsement for children's soccer. But when I was a, when I was dating a chick that had a sister that had a, a couple of kids, every once in a while, like, hey, we're gonna go watch some play. I'm like, fine, I'll go. And man, it is the funniest visual to watch. 20 kids out on a soccer field trying basically all 20 just swarming to the ball there's no concept no. of positional play it's just whoosh the best though is peewee football because you have all these itty bitty kids in all of this gear 
and they don't know how to move in it. So you just see a bunch of kids trying to flail to get to a football. I played peewee football, It's man. impossible yeah. for these kids in these helmets and these pads just Dude. to do anything but yeah. just kind of waddle around. And even the Little small stuff heads. looks yeah. oversized, but there's always a couple kids that have sprouted early. Oh, and they're and the monsters. man, will they thump on you. I mean, just thump. Wham! <laughs> when you're in the ground like, this was supposed to be fun. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Hot Shop should start sponsoring Little Kickers. <laughs> <laughs> we got Team Diamond Green taking on Team Highway 7. The winner takes on Team Clear Choice Cannabis. <laughs> I'm in. I, I, the happiest moms within 3,000 miles. Yeah, but all the man. kids are pissed. You ate my orange slice, Mom. Sorry, bro. I'm not your bra. I'm your, you're my mom. There's a funny twist on that. Two Five Trees is another shop. They, they put together a thing with the, uh, the local police department for, for a softball. And they're, no. doing, they're doing a big fundraiser. Yeah, it's going to be great. That I don't know awesome. when it is. It's, it's coming up That someday. is actually awesome. Well, you think about rewind six years, and now we're talking about, oh, yeah, uh, police and shop-sponsored softball event. Like... The, the future's here, and I can't work All right. it. It's all about community. <laughs> this trumps Chico's bail bonds from the love from Bad News Bears any day of the week. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. So, again, September 17th, we've got Evergreen Fest, Modest Yahoo, House of Pain, featuring Everlast, which is badass, bunch of other amazing bands. And uh, if you want to get information about this, just go to evergreenfest.com. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster Live Nation and also uh, swing on by some of like what you said, Diamond Green and Highway 7 yep. uh, are, are two shops that have some tickets and some they're, giveaways. They're doing some promo ticket giveaways. Uh, Avila over on First Avenue Avila. also. That too. Yep. They, they lost though in the first round in the soccer game, so we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the round robin. And then jazzbones.com for all the information about law and, and everything else that's going on, right? Yes, that's correct. You can also get information at uncagedent.com. That's uh, the company that I'm booking everything through. Right on, Steve. Thanks. Appreciate that, man. Steve's been kicking ass doing all the bookings for us uh, for all the shows. Nice. Very, very cool. And, and Levi, as always, uh, well, I'll see you for sure in October. And, uh, October, oh, October 3rd, Studio 7? October 3rd is my actual birthday, but October 7th is October Wait, 8th. October 8th, man. October Jesus 8th. Christ, I'm falling October apart. October 8th. Quit Guys, smoking with the soccer moms, I got a techno bro. concert I'm going to on the 7th. I can't <laughs> do this on the 8th, man. Green Day's con- album comes out on October 7th. I have it on my head. I, I know it's weird, but I'm very excited about that. Uh, who's all playing October 8th, then? So we got Window Pane, yeah. We've, which is Glenn and, and the boys right there, and then also 10 miles wide. Uh, we also have Clover Jane. That's their big EP yes. release party, right? Uh, we've got Superfecta and uh, Mock Society and Wyatt Only and uh, the, wreckage. the Wreckage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Six, it's a, six bands. Dude, wow. it's a phenomenal local show. Like, just every band is awesome. So, and that's going to be October 8th, Rev. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, dude. I will not. Studio 7. <laughs> just Door, go to, doors at 6, and yep. it's 21 plus, by the way. And tickets are selling like crazy. Yeah. So, purchase your tickets, studio7.com. Studio7.com, etix, or if you find any of the Facebook events, there's PayPal links set up one way or another. I'm and all the bands. Three bus know. drivers for that one. That's oh, right. We're getting, right. We're all three bus You're not going to need the throne. You'll need a wheelbarrow for this guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> just rolling him out like this is how I take care of my friend Steve's covered in vomit and urine and blood this is the time of my life most of it's his own but not all <laughs> yeah exactly it's okay Steve I'll carry you out yes, yes. <laughs> nice big flirty wink
<laughs> Winky face with tongue sticking out. Oh no. We speak in emojis. I that's how that's Steve's that's how we speak. Little emo- pile of smiling stool. Emo Steve. <laughs> emo Steve. Emo Steve. Emo Steve. He cuts himself, cries and complains. <laughs> oh, you using your mascara or my bro. mascara this time. <laughs> little guy liner on little Steve. Oh, I'm so pumped, man. He's I, so sad. It's always great having you guys in. Yeah. And uh, give some love for Weed Rather as well. Because yeah. I know we talked about it on uh, Snoop Dogg and if you want to just let people know um, what's going on with Weed Rather, it's a, it's a really cool group. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we just actually got an app up uh, online here, approved uh, by Apple and uh, the Google Play Store. You can go there. It's uh, theweedrathergroup.com. You have to put the apostrophe in between the two E's in weed, otherwise it won't pick it up for some reason. So W-E apostrophe E-D. Right. Yep. And then that'll take you to the website, the Facebook, uh, the merch store and everything. So. And what's Weed Rather for those that don't remember the so last time I talked to you? We, uh, we originally started off as a veteran support group, but we've kind of evolved into now a community service action group. And so we host food drives, clothing drives. We get the vets organized with community volunteers and stuff to uh, uh, help host these things, mm-hmm. you know, because we, uh, we, uh, that's what we do. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's killer. We'd rather do that. We'd rather do <laughs> We'd that. rather. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Love and uh, looking thank forward you. to seeing you too. Love you too there, Levi. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, let's do some uh, voicemails, emails, and text messages. My dog broke down just a yesterday. I'm going to have to find some of the other ones eventually. <laughs> I have them all saved. I like this one. I do too. Sad though about his dog and his truck. And my wife <laughs> had to put his wife broke down. her leg so I had, had to, to put her down. Spoilers, man. You can't have a woman that limps. My bad. Spoiler alert. Yeah, look at how that worked out for McCartney. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole ride. Gosh, I love all, those guys are great. Levi and the whole crew. Oh, oh so yeah, cool. uh, fantastic. Evergreenfest.com. And and this like it does look like it's just a fun concert. Like if I wasn't oh, going, yeah. I got a date night with uh the whiskey oh. and we're going to see Blink one eighty two. Oh right on, dude. That's yeah, cool. At the Key Arena. I'm very excited about nice. that. Yeah, I'm doing a blues show. Um that's right. sad, because uh, over on Vashon, actually. Oh, nice. Um, I played over there Friday night and had a riot, and people started buying me Fireball. There you and go. And I, I blacked completely out. I don't remember finishing the set. I don't remember loading out. I don't remember leaving the island. I don't remember loading my equipment back into my rehearsal space. Now, I was driven. Um, but, yeah, yeah, by yourself, I mean, right. It, it no. is a blank. <laughs> it is a blank. Yeah, I'm a wow. very driven guy. No, you know, it was total... And you were um, able to just perform and Apparently it was a hell sing. of a show. Well, no, there were two sets. This happened midway through the apparently second set. it was a hell of a show. Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm told. I, was, I met Jason Lawler, a famous pickup builder. Apparently he and I had a great conversation. I don't remember any of this. Wow. Um, I woke up the next day. I felt like refried death. I saw your Facebook post on that one. Oh, man. And I had to go to work. And then I worked <laughs> oh, no. again Sunday. And then I worked again yesterday. And, and I've had insomnia. I was awake from Sunday through, uh, it was over 40 hours I was awake. Lack of sleep will just make a man crazy. At some point during that blackout, there was a guy that puts on a huge show and he had a pretender's tribute and stuff and he wanted to have us join them at this huge party over on Vashon. Do you remember the name of the pretender's tribute? uh, Negative. Um, I'll find out though. I I, I just always (laughs) love to hear, I I always am a fan of hearing what tribute bands call themselves because it's always something like a, a nod to a song. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, like I remember, like, it was a Numbers 13 baby, the, the Pixies tribute band that yeah. was around town forever and they, before the Pixies reunited and they were amazing. Oh, and that's it, cool. And right it, on. it was based off of a song. Yeah. yeah. I, I booked that show during a blackout. I found out yesterday that I was playing it. 
Oh, so you agreed to play this show at Vashon, and it, it wasn't until you heard from That's him. correct. Uh, no, it was uh, the bass player from the Blues Trio hit me up regarding scary uh, fairy schedules. I almost said scary fedules. And, um, and, you didn't almost, you did say yeah, it. Yeah. Sc- scary fedules. Um, so yeah, and then I was like, I didn't know we were playing that show. I thought you were tracking with Late September Dogs right now. And he's like, no, dude, we committed to this this done deal set times works and then in text it says you were quotes already out by then <laughs> and i was like oh so good thing you found out now as opposed to like on oh, saturday yeah. you get a text like hey man just wondering did you miss the ferry or you and, I'd, and i'd have been like what are you talking about right glenn's tyler durden's booking all of his shows oh for him man now. i'm telling you dude i'm telling you i think you gotta work well, where is my mind into your set. and with the sleeplessness right. with the sleeplessness i've wondered about the whole durden thing like if you see me in bad pants fist fighting somewhere stop me uh, <laughs> when I'm tired, like especially on the road, I mean, we've talked about this before on the on the morning show, and I've we've had texts from people that agree, like I'll hallucinate if I'm super tired, and I'll see like a child run across the, the oh, road. Yeah, the, sh- the shadows. It always looks like a curb to me, but I see shadows cut yeah. across the road, and I'll jam on the brakes, and it's just a, there's nothing there. The yep. worst I've had are the, the I'll be you know driving, and the shadows will do that where I think someone is hiding behind a light pole or like a yeah. stop sign, and it's just like I'm like what you're saying. I'm waiting for them to jump it's out like of there. It's like a peripheral overload. Yeah. Oh, it's stressful. Dude, one time, and I wish it was because no, I don't wish it was because I was like stoned because then I was still behind the wheel. I was so tired. And I'm not kidding. I thought I was waiting for a light to change green. I was just at a red stop sign. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, when the hell? I understand that. Yeah, I was Uh, so tired. I was like, when's it going to turn green? I'm like, oh my gosh. Thank God there's no cars behind me. How embarrassing. This was in the Live Oak (laughs) AV work van. Um, My schedule's very random and sometimes extraordinarily early mornings and very long shifts and and I don't get a lot of sleep. A lot of times, like a window pane will go at night, and I have to be up for work at four thirty a.m. And yeah, and um, there was uh, I remember because um, life's been good to me so far. Came on, and I was like, nice. And it was starting, and I was at a stoplight. And then it was kind of like it felt like I blinked, and another song was playing. And I was like, oh, at least huh. you're at the stoplight, dude. My yeah. foot never came off the brake, and I slept through that song's five, maybe six minutes. Damn. I slept through the whole song into the next song, and maybe even the next song. I was going to say you don't know if the um, next song was the next song is, you're listening. Yeah, this to. is an intersection down on Cloverdale where when you pop up to Myers Way, sometimes a couple cars will back up behind you. Honestly, sometimes you can sit there and have a picnic. I was at that intersection, um, and I slept through. I just fell asleep behind the wheel. With my foot on the brake, thank God. Yeah. Because I could have drifted right out in front of the traffic coming down off the hill Myers Way and maybe not be here, but I think what I'm saying is I need some rest. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn needs a nap, boys. Glenn needs a nap. I'm in a good mood now, though, man. Yeah, Yeah. dude. I mean, how can you not? Look, it sounds cheesy, but when I'm in this room with you two, I'm always in a good mood. I really have a great time. I've 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 had days where I'm just like, you get before the podcast, you're like, God, do I want to do this? Can I do this? Am I going to like... I get out of it, and then I come in, and it's like, I don't need to. It helps get me through it, and I usually yep. have a better day. I was telling Steve, I thumbed out the dude, listen, um, I'm really run down. I'm not doing good. I've had insomnia. I'm really not in good shape. I'm not going to be able to do it today. And I had it thumbed out, and I pressed the cancel button and went into the kitchen and started pounding coffee. You said, F it. I'm well, doing I just, chug, I, chug, I knew chug, once chug, I got chug. here, once I got here, I'd, I'd be glad I came. It's the same way. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. feel the same way. Like there are, there are mornings where I'm like, I don't feel like talking anymore. Yeah. I just want to go home. <laughs> and then we, once, we, once that intro kicks in, I'm just like, let's go. 
And we got a bunch of emails, a bunch of text messages. We'll try and get to them all, but as always, we never do. Um, this one is uh, themixcast at gmail.com. This comes from Laundry Guy Tony, and I'm very excited about this one. Hey, Tony. Hey, fellas. It's been far too long with Glenn on the podcast for him to have not heard Stepdaughter. Hopefully you get the time this week to fill him in on the JPM lifestyle. Hope you guys have a great week. Okay. I've, I'm, this might take a little while, and for those that have already heard it, I think it's still going to be very entertaining. And those that have never heard it, prepare to have your mind blown, because there was a period of time while we were doing the podcast many years ago that I was obsessed with playing um, actual dialogue from porn. And, and then it would lead to me watching it later on because I felt like, you know, I need to see yeah, how it ends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the porn needs to see how I end. Mm-hmm. Well, for a brief period of time, I was really fascinated with step, like mother, stepfather, stepdaughter, step, like that, that taboo world of pornography. Step porn. Step porn. Right. Step porn. Right. Where do you have sex on stairs? <laughs> right. Or, or not. It's so, actually square dancing porn. Take your partner and promenade, dip her boobs in lemonade, you know. And ding, 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 ding. <laughs> sex toys. <laughs> Slap her on the button, do that dance. Now you do them crazy pants and one and two and a three. And this three. is our country band, yeah. the Daisy Dukes. That oh, we're yeah. In. Yeah, we're yeah. No. Fiddlers in the nude and... He's like Fiddlers. a banana fit, a banana hammock fiddler. Why don't we just call it Fiddlers in the Nude? Fiddlers in the Nude. <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah. then we actually do it naked, and people are like, I can't believe that. I'm like, it was in the name of our band. Fiddlers in the Nude. We're naked. Fiddlers in the Nude. Ain't no surprise. <laughs> Rev, you want to be our washboard player? Sure. And baggy, suck your boobies and chicken fat thighs. The washboard will hide most of the nudity. I'm okay with that. Well, you got to wear it high enough that... Uh, you know, the, the unit still dangles free. Oh, my goodness. And maybe like have like a little symbol that you could like just swing your dong to hit the, the gong. The dong gong. Dong gong. Dong gong. God, it just flows so well. Dong gong. All oh, right. Okay, sorry. Anyway. No, no catch up. Fiddlers in the Nude will be at Jazz Bones on Tuesday, <laughs> October. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, so let me give you that. So the backstory, uh, I, I'm a fan of the websites like XNXX or XVideos.com. These are, and what, what these guys do is they, they just have, as I'm sure a lot of people know, I'm not telling anyone anything groundbreaking. They have a bunch of thumbnails and you just choose one. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll just, I'll pick one. Well, I came across one and it's easy to find. So for anyone that's wondering, all you do is type in Renee Cruz, R-E-N-A-E. That's the actress. Is she hot? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you type in Renee Cruz's stepdaughter. And prepare to have your mind well blown mm-hmm. uh, because A, she's hot as F. I question her grooming habits in the video, but I'm willing to look past it. It's she got a little Bermuda uh, Triangle, full on. Okay. A deep or close shave? It's kind of a jungle. Oh, okay. But you know what? Uh, Typically, I she's would- She's pretending like it's 87. Oh, yes. Jeez. Absolutely. She's, yeah, she's excited about Van Halen's 1984 I'm not just being released. <laughs> yeah. I'm not either, but yeah. she is so hot that you're it's willing okay. to look past that. Because she talks to the microphone like none other, if you know what I mean. Okay. Right. So, <clears throat> the dialogue <laughs> to this this adult film is, it was so great that I had to introduce it onto the podcast and share it with all the guys. Mm-hmm. I grabbed a couple of clips. I was I already edited them, Rev, so you don't have to worry. Oh, nice. Everything's cool. I've bleeped out the words that need to be bleeped. Oh, my. But it's just the setup of the porn led to a song that our friend Ziggy, that writes a lot of the music for the Migs cast, he wrote a, a, a song to the tune of Pearl Jam's Daughter. So I'll play you the audio first, and then we'll get to the song. Uh, I'm in. All right. So Sold. To set it all up, Renee Cruz, the stepdaughter, is in the bathroom. With her mound. Quite possibly just trying to see how long that hair is, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, just, 
checking some things out. She's maybe playing with herself. Quite possibly. She's triple clicking her mouse. Quite possibly. Little click and drag. Right. She might be petting the cat. You know, who knows? (laughs) Well, her stepdad is outside of the bathroom checking up on her without her knowing. As one does when you're a creep. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's um, working out with his shake weight. Oh, no. No, of course not. No, I, no, was, no. I just want to quickly interject that one night I was at Fuel and the bar itself had purchased a shake weight and, uh, shake weight and we passed that thing around until it, we actually broke it. We, uh, boys and girls, all of us were having a party with this. We were drinking liquor at Fuel shake downtown, waiting. shake waiting, and then that thing finally, we, did, we broke it. Anyway, please continue. We have one here. Maybe we should bring it for Migs Fest. Oh, God. Oh, okay. And we'll share it with the entire so, crowd. We just give it to Tracy Moody and see how he makes out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we can just pass it around to the entire crowd. All right. Oh, God. You know how that is. Yeah. We should come up with the Migs weight. <laughs> we the smaller put, version. We should put your... We'll just take a uh, We'll just take a, 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 a printout of your face and put it on either end of the shape. Yeah. I like it. There we go. I like it. This is all not going to happen. Right? <laughs> so, so now she spots him. And that's when we pick up with this scene. All right. Michael, what are you doing here? Um, God. nothing. Oh. What, are you, what are you doing? Getting ready to go. Oh. Aren't you supposed to be at work? No. I have the day off today. And why are you in my bathroom, though? Um, I kind of have no explanation, but I'm sorry. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> All right, of course. I mean, that's the first thing you tell somebody when you're now, spying on them. Don't tell your she mom. She was still kind of moaning at first. Was she still masturbating after? Like he was. She was like, "What are you doing here?" And she's still clicking away. Or I know at that moment, no. I think it's just she's still. She was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> I think it was just bad acting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Because if I'd been caught fapping, I would have leapt six feet in the air, and right. you know, it would have been a lot different mom, than that. Yeah. Mr. Softy would have arrived. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> hey, wait, you know, uh, yeah, complete geez. panic. You know, well, not in this, of course course because right. you know acting it, yeah <laughs> all right now i don't need to set anything up here's more from this clip oh god it's a little well, awkward but um just a little, just, no. just a little yeah don't please well this could be very bad yeah it could be just sex with me always does go out. Well, i won't say anything and she won't Ooh, say anything because she, she anything. wants to go out and she doesn't want to get grounded so, of course, hey, stepdad, who still has his pants off, Grounded please don't pound. say anything so that I can go out. Because, of so, course, he's going to go to his wife and be like, hey, I was uh, spying on your daughter. And she was double-clicking her mouse. Right. And I was uh, playing with my shake weight. <laughs> Forearms are... Wait, 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 wait. So, when you said playing with shake weight, was he just... He was, <laughs> he was playing with himself. Yes. I actually thought the guy had a shake weight. Oh, Jesus. I really did. I was like, I don't get it, but okay, whatever, if that's the setup. I thought he was in the hallway with a shake weight. I didn't know you were... Oh, no, his pants were down, and he was So, he's exploring just in himself. the hallway, rubbing one out, roughing up the suspect. Yes. And, okay, I thought he was working out. Like, I really thought he had a shake weight, and he stumbled upon his daughter, and he's got this thing. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. 
Now all right. we're all on board. Now we're on now, the same yeah, page. I'm sorry, man. No, it's fine. You haven't slept. <laughs> I, mean, it's great. It's great. I don't know how these porn setups work, man. So she was in there grooming a chimp, and he came by with a dumbbell. Right. Wait, was there an actual chimp? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Of course, Red. <laughs> if you listen, you can hear Chim Chim scream for mercy later in the clip. Right. <laughs> Here's a, here the conversation, the very realistic sounding conversation continues. You were kind of doing something pretty bad, too. You caught that? Yeah. <laughs> She's buck naked. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, so I'm not the only one being bad. Oh, jeez. They're both naughty. You can't help it. But you can't tell. I promise I won't tell. I won't. Or we're both... This was working for you, though? Like the stepdad, stepdaughter thing? I didn't care, really. I know I'm your stepdad and all, but we're f***. Uh, yeah, I, it was more because she's hot as hell. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I like stories. I like the foreplay. He I need to know what's going story. on. I need uh, to know. I don't need a story, See, man. I know I'm a girl like that, I guess. <laughs> I need to know their motivation on why they're having sex. Otherwise, I can't get into He's it. He's a creep and she's a teenager, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, In my world, she's 20-something. Right, okay. I yeah, got you. She's just. She, you should have moved out a while ago. She back from college. Right. Oh, she's yeah. trying to get a job. Having a hard time. Exactly. So is he. Mm-hmm. That gives you the gist. Our friend Ziggy, he was so inspired by the conversation about Renee Cruz being the stepdaughter and my weird fascination with uh, step person porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Step porn. At the time, that he decided to write a song about it. And he did, him and his friend did all the instrumentation for this. Pay attention to the lyrics, they're awesome. JPM means just plow me. Alone, shirtless, got a new wife and she's out shopping for shoes. A young girl, oh, she ain't mine. Water's in from the shower. Whenever we play Pearl Jam's daughter, people will text in and just write, just plow me. She holds your voice. She holds (laughs) you down. She will call you daddy. Best part about all this is his friend Ike played the drums. And apparently Ike hates Pearl Jam. And then he forced him to learn how to play this song. Don't 
call me daughter, not related. Tell me <laughs> that ball gag will be nice. Don't call me daughter, you big dude. You're just my stepdad, big daddy. Don't call me daughter, not me too. My mother, damn, I'm so So for a while, we had the JPM acronym as a, like it was a theme of the podcast. It was like our rallying cry. JPM, JPM baby, just plow me. So now you have been so hit. There it is. All right. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for that. Let's <laughs> go <laughs> She was already naked, though, right? Well, but he had to take off his pants because he was using his shake weight in the hallway. Right. He had his gym pants on. <laughs> using the shake weight. And now the drugs kick in for Ziggy. The pants go Oh, God. Oh, God. You're in trouble. You were doing something kind of bad. Worst acting ever. It is really. Don't tell my mom. I don't really want to get bad. punished. I'll punish you. I'll punish you. I'm going to destroy your starfish. <laughs> Just plow me. JPM. All right. Next email. Wow. Oh, buddy, I'll Wyatt only. Oh, Wyatt hey. Only in the wreckage. Catch him at Migs Fest, October 8th, Rev. And Wyatt writes, I was just watching some step porn and realized... <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of a girl named Renee Cruz? Uh, he says, on behalf of the wreckage, I just want to extend a deep thank you to the three of you for all the praise and props lately. As Glenn can attest to, being a working musician in Seattle... Very exhausting. But you guys and your fans have really given us an immense push lately. We can't express our gratitude enough. We're beyond, beyond excited to be playing MixFest and look forward to rocking our asses off for you guys. P.S. Tonight we're filming the music video for our next single, Phantoms. I hope you guys dig it once the web... Once it hits the web in a week or two. Uh. And yeah, I'll be checking them out on the 1st of October. They're going to be playing at Louis G's. Oh, no way. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So it's Eating kind of a pizza watch staggering distance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm really stoked for that. I want to hear, I, I know, I, I love their record, actually. I mean, it, but I don't know any of the names of the songs, so I'm, let me see if I can find. It's inter- I think it was last last Tuesday they were going to shoot that video, and Kyle, their guitarist, got into a car wreck, took the whole front end off his car. Damn. Kyle's fine, but I remember seeing, he put up a thing, he was like, well, it finally happened to me, and like, Wyatt hit me up, was like, hey, we're not going to be in the room tonight, because so, we're roommates, you know, and he's like, uh, or we share a rehearsal space. Right. And he's like, if you guys want to go down there and jam tonight, I'm like, nah, we're good. I'm like, what's up? I thought you were shooting the video. I was like, yeah, Kyle kind of. Destroyed his car, but he's okay. And like, so I hope Kyle's feeling better. Apparently, he is they're cutting their video. But have you ever like while you they're practicing, you show up to the practice space, crack the door open, and you know just use your shake weight to see what's coming. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna walk in fapping. Be like, what's up, guys? <laughs> it's a compulsion. This is our phantoms off of my phone. I gotta figure out a way to just wire my phone to the board so it sounds better in the future. <laughs> it's got a headphone out, man. I know. Don't you work in this industry? <laughs> Quite possibly. That's a nice bass right there. Their record sounds really good. It's one of the things that yeah, struck me. Yeah, I mean, me. we can tell right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is off Steve's iPhone, everyone. No. It's hi-fi, man. They're going for that Wish You Were Here AM radio effect. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know this one. I love this song. This is the 
you, you know why it's going to be like, I didn't know you were going to play it. It's not my fault. He's, he's going to feel really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's Steve's fault, dude. Wyatt, you're making me bleep stuff. I got him twice last week, Wyatt. <laughs> Wyatt, if it makes you feel better, I love this song. Oh, <laughs> right. See, and now that's just... What's, what's that cost you another 20 minutes before you can split, Rev? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. This is a oh, good pick on your next single, man. That's, that's that fun. That is yeah. rocking. Oh, I almost said it again. Yeah, stop it. I just got caught up in it. So uh, Rev, get, Rev gets home at 9 o'clock tonight. <laughs> <laughs> After two bleeps. How are the I edits? Know, right? Oh, I won't be back next week, guys. You're on your own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's check out a voicemail. Hopefully they don't curse. Right. What's going on, fellas? It's the Jester. Hey, uh, man, you guys have no idea at how good a time of your guys' podcasts come out. Um, oh, we know. I'm living on some old podcasts, just kind of getting myself through work, uh, getting myself through some home inspection stuff, uh, getting ready to sell the condo, trying to find a new house to live. It's, it's a pain in the ass, man. And uh, to be completely honest with you guys, I was falling back in a, uh, in a rut that I didn't really want to be in, and I just want to thank you guys again for... Uh, for being there, even if uh, you're not physically there, you're, oh, we're there. you guys, uh, everybody's been kind of praised. You guys are awesome. You yeah. rock. Keep, uh, Outside keep the bathroom. Keep your heads above ground. Um, <laughs> Mama NATO. Man, it, it, the only way to say it is just I love you. I, there's there's no other way. You're amazing. Uh, Hawk NATO, man, you guys, you got a great mom. Uh, and uh, Glenn, man, I've been living on the window pane album. I've been pushing out everybody at work. Thanks, uh, man. The more I run, man. I, I ain't going to lie. It, every time I listen to that song, I get glassy yeah, man. I, I absolutely oh, right love on. it. It's, thank you, dude. There, wow. there's, right now, that is the only CD that I own. So thank you for putting out amazing music. And uh, since it's that, uh, that time of the year, uh, fall season has come, which means pumpkin spice, mm-hmm. which means pumpkin taxes, <laughs> and, of course, pumpkin, pumpkin butt. Nah, <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> Talk to you later. That's awesome. Peace. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, bro. I Chester really appreciate rules. that, man. Chester, yeah, I hope you're going to be there at Migs Fest, man. October yeah. 8th, right, Rev? Right. Wait. <laughs> studio yes. 7. Yes, it October is. 8th, God, Studio 7. Now you're 7. making me freak out. I'm like, yep. wait, is that it? Yes. Yep, where you can see Wyatt only in his potty mouth perform yep. <laughs> their song, Phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll throw out to um, Nicole, uh, Tracy. That's Tracy Moody. Tracy and Nicole Moody. It's their club. It's their house. It's one of my favorite oh, rock yeah. clubs in the entire city. I love Studio 7. It's I'm home. pumped it's going to be there. Oh, dude, yeah. it's, it's such a great place and it's just amazingly cool people all are welcome it's you know it's just i love that club i haven't been to studio seven in so oh, man long. it is great well they, dude they've got a they redid the stage they upgraded their whole light show like tracy's really nice. he, you know it's a great place but anyway um nicole just got me physical tickets that i'll be getting to all the bands so nice. if uh you connect with any of the members of any of these bands they're gonna have physical tickets in their hands to get you uh in the very near future um so I know if you're way up north, you can hook up with Kyle from Superfecta there. Um, if you swing by American Music, you can see Will Andrews from 10 Miles Wide there. Um, and these guys will have uh, actual tickets in hand. Nice. Um, and buy them if you can, if you know a way to get a hold of the band. Buy the tickets from them because it just uh, helps them and yeah, it just makes yeah. everything easier. Yep, it does. Yep. 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 But if you can't, online, of course. That's not yeah, a bad way to do they're it. They're available any way you can think of. I'm just saying if it's easier for you to buy a physical ticket or if you want to hook up with one of those band members, um, they're going to have tickets in their hands. 
Very soon. Nice. Uh, this one is a text. It says, let Glenn know I 1 million percent agree with his rant about Cologne on Facebook. <laughs> so I was like, oh, right, yeah. I, I found the post and I want to read it for everybody. And this is from Glenn on Glenn's Facebook page. It says, in case any fellows out there wondered, it is possible to wear what can only be referred to as totally blanking offensive amount of Cologne. I never liked that crap anyway, but Jesus. This guy was like dipped in it multiple times and I was tracked in his proximity, eyes watering, trying not to hurl. The whole room reeked. I was among many grasping for air or gasping for air and grasping for it too. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. Good luck on that 70s porn set later today. <laughs> Hopefully the actress doesn't lose consciousness from your chemical onslaught. We now return to your regularly scheduled news feed already in progress. Dude, I'm so glad you threw that out there. And it's funny. I have you got to remember, I hadn't slept. So I'd been awake since 9 a.m. Sunday, rage. and I had to be, I was doing this, this, this set, and, uh, and this, the cat walked in that's like the dude that I'm putting all this together for, essentially the client. And yeah, he was made of. Ugh. And it was just like, dude, oh, and others that were there, other people that were a part of this thing, I watched them scatter. You know, like rats, <laughs> rats from a burning building, and I'm stuck in there. And he's asking for everything under the sun, and I had to. And nice oh, enough fella, nice enough fella. Burning. But I literally want to be like, dude, listen, I've been awake for over 24 hours, and you're making me contemplate opening a vein right here. And if I do it, I'm gonna squirt blood all over you. I'm gonna bathe you <laughs> in my blood as I expire. What is wrong with you, man? Like, yeah, I it just. And I hadn't really thought about cologne on any level. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I just hose him down with my blood. Like, now you smell like something else. You smell I, like my passing. You know, I, <laughs> just killed me. Killed me, dude. I'm not a cologne guy. Deodorant's fine enough for me. And sometimes I get bothered by the scent of my deodorant. Like, I would much rather live in a world of unscented stuff. But I get, you know, it helps for whatever you reason. You do what you do. But I, I have always believed when it comes to cologne, if you think you need more, you don't. Someone, yeah, someone. Right. One of the comments was, if you can smell your own, it's too much. In other right. words, if you've Oof. applied perfume or cologne and you can smell your own, you've overdone it. You want it to be a very mild, like, oh, I smell something nice kind of thing. Um, I like Melissa wrote on your Facebook page, gotta love those that re- replace cologne for soap. Gag. <laughs> yeah. oh. I would yeah, seriously man. rather deal with B.O. Uh, me too. Yep. I'd rather, I don't, dude, brother, I don't want to be that guy, but you're kicking a little bit. And I got some sports stick in my bag. Let me help you out. I mean, because that's how folk do. Right. You're right. No one's ever, Jared, our buddy Jared, he he summed it up. He goes, there was a guy I work with at a restaurant that wore patchouli daily, but it wasn't like a spritz. He bathed in that stuff. Patchouli is bad. I agree. It's bad as it is. But when you get those dirty blankers that bathe in it, OMG. I've got a thing where, and I think it's. I don't know where it comes from, but basically anything very thick, or I call it aerosol, because I don't know what else to call it, but Mm -hmm. my wife has learned hardcore, like extra hold hairsprays. I have to leave the house. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. nauseates my throat catches fire. It nauseates me. It's it's an actual physical reaction. I'm not just kind of being a bitch. It really tears me up. I hate super scenty um, things. Uh, perfumes. There are some perfumes I love. Like you smell a woman, she'll pass by, and you be like, "That is heavenly." Like strippers. Other, I like their perfumes. <laughs> yeah, you know. I just hate that it stays uh, on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the glitter. How do you get the glitter off your wiener? I can't figure that out. I, I, I've, I've gone tried. pubeless. I've gone V dart. I just can't get rid of the glitter. But uh, V dart. <laughs> you know, he's the lead guitarist in the uh, Nude Fiddlers. What was it even called? Fiddlers, Fiddlers on the Nude. Nude. Fiddlers in the Nude. Come on, man. We got our big short jazz bones. But yeah, it's it's, it's a full-on burning nostrils, burning eyes, raw throat that will lead to a headache and nausea by, it seems like, cheaper perfumes or yeah. colognes and anything applied in excess. If you get that Glade air freshener and spray it in the room excessively, I have to split. It rips 
me up. And I, think I hate it, like it's lemon a physical, scented pledge will make me sick. Dude, it's yeah, it's, and it's one of those. That's I think why I don't it's, clean. A, it's a certain. <laughs> I think it's certain things. Like I think it's probably a certain chemical in certain brands or cheap. Like, my wife can use certain hairsprays all day long, but certain ones that makes sense. Yeah, I gotta leave the house. So I think it is a an ingredient in these you know paint thinners that were mm-hmm. you know I'm on the video set of a poison video and I'm in the corner like. You know, trying to off myself with one of C.C. Yeah, Deville's right. pointy guitars. I, the music of Poison would never make me want to off Ain't myself. Looking for nothing. That guy's dead. <laughs> I still want to. I one day want to create a band, and every time we go to a solo, the singer of my band always says, "C.C., pick up that guitar and talk to me." <laughs> every song, every song. You know, what? I might do that at Migs Fest during so, uh, well, so, during our Migs when, during Beat Migs song. When we cut Beat Migs, um, I, I want to cut the short version, the medium version, and then I want to do the whole tune. Yeah, because we're gonna do the the whole tune live. Maybe in that one, because basically it's verse, chorus, solo section, yep. verse, chorus, solo section, drum breakdown, double chorus out. So you should totally- Will Tony you do be the like, guitar solo or will it be I'm, you? I think I'm going to do the first one, Tony's going to do the second one. So I'll playing. start it off, I'll be like, GC, pick up that guitar and I'll talk to me. And then when you're almost done, you got to look at me and give me that nod and I'll go- TT, even though it's TA, but I'm going to say TT. I guess I'll go TA. That's fine. TA, pick up that guitar and keep talking to me. And he'll go, well, you'll have a verse and a chorus between. And see, oh, okay. well, we're going to track it and then you're going to sing it later. So you'll have, oh, it's but be you fun. know, we can cue you. We can stand well, this there. It's just the live version. We'll press our wieners against the glass while yeah. you're singing. And The studio version I'm taking very serious. Rev, are you coming up to that? You're coming up, aren't you? When is it? A couple weeks from now on a Tuesday. Uh, this is Tuesday yeah. the 27th at London Bridge yep. and, and with uh, Jonathan Plum. Jonathan Plum is producing. Producing it, yeah. That's like insane. that's you have no idea how. Like this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like I'm so beyond excited about really this. Really cool, amazing. That's where Windowpane did our last record. Right. That's also um, where it's every world class yeah. studio. Yeah. Go every ahead. great Seattle band has spent time from Pearl Jam, Mother Love Bone, Soundgarden, Alice, Alice in Chains, Chains yeah. and now the Candlebox. And now, window pane with <laughs> Steve, Steve Miggs singing. Well, you'll be singing too. I think That's next right. week we should play the Beat Miggs song and really flesh out the lyrics. Yeah. For the for well, get the, it to, get it together. Let me know yeah. what you want to do, man. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. from there we'll kind of we'll go from there. But I'm I you don't understand. Like this is going to be the greatest experience that. A, I've been to London Bridge before. I remember my buddies in the Fighting Machinists were recording some stuff there, and I I went down and watched it. Uh, but this is. Like it's totally different yeah. than like witnessing or watching yeah. someone else do it and being able to record. Yeah. Something and Rev, there. you're you're going to be dropping some backing vocals, so don't All think right. you're coming in. Well, I'm in. You when, might want to rest that voice when you're in there tracking, man. <laughs> I mean, the that's the thing, man. You can think about all the history and legacy of that studio. And man. we're creating I mean, even pretty... more history. Like at some point, Pearl Jam <laughs> might go back there and they'll be like. This is where they did the Beat Migs theme? <laughs> Whoa. Yep, Migs expired in that corner right over there. Yep, he was, he was using that damn shake weight too much. <laughs> His forearm burst and we couldn't stop the bleed. Well, no one tried to stop the bleeding, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's check out another voicemail. Hey, everybody. Uh, my Uh-oh. wife and uh, her two best friends are planning a trip to Europe this fall. And nice. I'm bummed about it because I wanted to go... Well, not really so much with them, but I wanted to go on a trip. Like, we've been talking about going on a trip together, like a big one, for a long time. But they're doing, like, a girl's trip. So that means I'm going to be stuck at home for 10 days by myself. And normally that's not so bad. But when you spend all of your money on your big girl's trip, and I don't get to go on any trip at all, you know, she gets to do fine dining and whatever dancing they're going to do and drink for a week and a half, and I'm stuck with PBR and ramen noodles for a week and a half, and that sucks, especially since I know that there's no trip at the other end of the rainbow for me. So, yeah. 
Well, you get to use the shake weight in every single room of the house. Yeah, dude, I was going to suggest... Freedom, man. Dude, call in work. Call in work and buy a book of acid and go on your own <laughs> trip. Thank you. For 10 days, wander your house nude, you carrying to... only a butcher knife, speaking with plants. Dude, when my yeah, wife does dude. like her girls' days or nights out, what that becomes is... I'm home alone and I can do whatever the F I want. I'm going to get on the roof of the house and fap for the whole neighborhood to see. <laughs> can somebody get me some caramel <laughs> mushrooms? Let's go. Yeah. Like, dude, do not complain about this. Like, oh, look, I love my wife. I know you love your woman. And Rev, I know you love your Absolutely. woman. But is there nothing better than a night to yourself where nobody's bothering you, nobody's talking, you can do whatever you want, you can watch whatever you want, and I'm sorry, r- PBR and, and ramen noodles sounds like something I'm very jealous of. Like, I would, <laughs> right? like, Well, I think there was a financial angle to that rant, which is, man, she's spending all this money on this trip, she's going to be over there sipping wine and doing Good. this. Good! She's spending a fortune, and because she's spending all this money, I can't, you know, afford to buy a book of acid. I can't afford mm. to... Do a GoFundMe for acid. Barter, man. Barter. Oh, he's right. Do a GoFundMe. Be like, wife splitting, too broke to party. I would, I would, I would contribute to that. I would not have. It's no different than the homeless guy that says, "Why lie? I need a beer." Yeah. I'm more than happy to give you a buck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you could probably raise. I, dude, he'll hit us back in a couple weeks and be like, "Guys, I raised seventy three thousand dollars with my GoFundMe and left my wife." Right, and I want to thank the Migs cast. <laughs> yeah, I'm outside the station right now with a hatchet in the nude, but I'm happy, and I want to thank you guys. <laughs> you guys might not want to come out because you could be the enemy when I when I see you. The cops saw me and split. Like, I'm not even under arrest, so just come on down. Speaking of acid, Uh-oh. for those that don't know, window pane is, is named after an acid, a rather potent acid. Yeah. I didn't know that until I watched the special on hallucinogenic drugs on Netflix. <laughs> and they're talking about stuff from the 70s. Window pane. And they brought up window pane, and like, I'm kind of zoning in and out playing on my phone, and I was like, what? And that made me like, I already loved your band. Glenn's in this movie? Oh, wait. But you guys know. I mean, I've been a fan of you guys forever. I've been a fan of you as people and as musicians and as windowpane for a very long time. That made me love your band even more. Oh, and thank I'm like, you. wow, they named themselves after and a type of acid. And we're, we're all fans after. of uh, acid in here. Yeah. I've never done acid. You've never done acid? No. Oh. I'm just waiting for my wife to leave the country See, for a yeah, girl's that was trip. part of the thing, man. I mean, um, at the time, anyway, I, I, it's, I, I like mushrooms, but I always, paper has a, an edge to it, I always felt. It's a little sharper, and I like that. That's why I'm not the biggest weed fan, because I like to have a sharp edge to shrooms, my experience. Shrooms, I'm always fighting the nausea. With acid, I've never had that. Yeah. So it was always, it's always a clean, clean, fun trip. See, mushrooms for me, it's like a love hate relationship. I love the, when it's all done and the stories I have are always fun. See, the only time I ever wigged out was on mushrooms. And that's the problem. I mean, and I lost it. Every Um, time I've done mushrooms, there's always lots of great moments, but there's that dip at some point where, mm -hmm. and towards the end, or even in the middle, where I'm like, this is too much for me to handle. The last time I did mushrooms, I had to, at one point, lock myself in the laundry room, turn off all the lights, and just lay there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were and, having a moment. Yes, and it yeah, was, I, and it was I did nothing. that in college. I locked myself in the mail room because <laughs> I was an RA, which is <laughs> great that I'm doing mushrooms. And I'm, I'm locked pre- out of my dorm room. You're locked out so, of your soul, 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 soul. I know soul, the code soul, 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 to get in. And I punched it in, and I went in there, and I just sat in there in the dark, and I'm like, oh, man, I needed this. And then all of a sudden... The door opens. One of my other buddies who was on mushrooms, I have no idea how. He figured out the code, opened it up. Maybe I never closed it fully, for all I know. <laughs> he was with you the whole time. Opened up the door. <laughs> I felt like I was in there for hours, though. Three he opened minutes. up the door, and he's like, hey, man, what's going on? Are you okay? And I'm like, why? 
And he's like, we're just worried about you. I'm like, you are? And he's like, yeah, man, you're our friend and we like you a lot. I'm like, I like you guys too. I didn't think you'd like me. This is the actual conversation. Oh, no. And it was just oh. the dumbest, like, kumbaya moment. And then we went through everybody's mail. <laughs> Oh yeah, federal offense. Let's party. <laughs> a federal offense. When I when I locked we kept my... all the Christmas card money. <laughs> we everything back up. Sarah's like... dear John letter. I took it home. That guy has no idea it was dumped. <laughs> Opening up boxes. We got some CDs in here. Columbia House. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> so I Terrible spent 37 idea. Seven cents on those. Yeah. So acid always scared me though because um, I had a buddy that had a really bad acid trip. But granted, he did a lot of it. And he was, I mean, you can tell, like, there was a moment. He messed up. Right. Like, nothing, he's, he's not going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Up. Like, he's still a great guy, but, like, he went from being a pretty sharp guy, speaking of sharp, but, like, to, like, just a, a, off enough to notice, but not off enough that he can't, like, he's doing he fine have, in well, life. You, you he's know, fine. He he, but sometimes you can take way, way too. I was always, like, yep. if people were like, dude, don't take more than two of these, I would always be like, all right, well, I'm going to take no, three. three and a half. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. honestly, at that period in my life, I was... I was a mess anyway, and I was trying to sort of reset myself, and mm-hmm. I thought that was a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, turns out, it's not. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, with mushrooms, I mean, it was always, if they were available, cool, and the one time I wigged out, it was they were called devil's grass, and I'd never seen anything like it, man. The caps are about the size of your pinky fingernail, and they had these big, long stems. I was like, well, these are tiny, so I better eat a lot, and I ate like a quarter. Yeah. And Jeez. daddy went bye-bye, and mm-hmm. I mean in a dark, bad awful way yeah um like if you would have handed me a firearm i would have shot myself to end it i really deep ended yeah um and uh yeah after that um it's funny i think about a week later i ate the same mushrooms again but in a much smaller quantity (laughs) (laughs) everything was okay yeah and it was a lot more fun the second time (laughs) this time i was just up for stabbing my leg and that's as far as it would go but yeah i mean that was my only bad experience you know with paper sometimes you get the strychnine poisoning so all your joints would ache and that nausea you know um, but hmm. yeah, dude, I, I don't know. But yeah, we're named after an acid and at the time we were eating a, just a truckload of it as a band. And <laughs> Are there songs that, uh, we would be familiar with that were written? No, there was a song, a very, uh, old, old windowpane song called Black Mountainside. My buddy Gene Bonner, if he's out there listening, always loved that tune. And it was written about one of my favorite things about tripping was never really the peak or the night itself. But the next day when I was solid again and I would drive home sometime early morning is and everything looks soft like uh traffic lights for example they they look almost like they're made out of a spongy material everything had this mm. soft edge to it and i really mm. liked that there was no real euphoria um i wasn't really high anymore but everything just looked soft to my eyes probably because my pupils were you know no longer dilated to the size of quarters and but um <laughs> that song was written about and inspired by a particular drive home i was just driving home like man this that's is cool just magnificent i went home and wrote that song in that state huh. and it's called black mountain so of course there's a zeppelin song uh white summer black mountainside um i would this was just black mountainside and no denial to the zep tune i it's an instrumental actually but anyway that was the only piece of music ever written about oh, gotcha. acid from a guy that's in a band named after, after acid. acid that's awesome <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i thought more i run was you're like running from yourself or something oh like, yeah you dude, your face that off. was about eating that quarter of devil's oh, grass like man. hey man don't eat a lot of these well they're tiny i better eat a ton dun, dun, dun. Uh, i'm running from myself <laughs> big time <laughs> running from steve let's check out some uh we'll do a couple more voicemails and then i'm looking at the time i have a couple meetings i gotta jump into so we'll just wrap it up after that Hey guys, I just started this new job like two weeks ago, right? And I have this boss. I just, he wants to be my best friend. He, he literally comes to my office like 10, 15 times a day to talk and hang out and drink coffee. I mean, I'm, I'm happy my boss is cool. 
But it's getting to the point where he's starting to ask me to hang out outside of work. And he's not really the type of person that I usually hang out with. And he is really distracting me from getting things done. And I'm I'm worried that that his boss might see it and and he might have to fire him. Oh, that's challenging. Oh, just fart more in your office. (laughs) Then you won't hang out anymore. I've worked for me, man. With our boss, he came in and I was like, bro. You might want to come back. I just destroyed this room. And he goes, and of course, everyone's incl- inclination is to. I don't mind. <laughs> he smiles. He goes, oh boy, I'll be back later. Yeah. Like, Why don't you just come to my office in like an hour? That's a tough spot, man. It is because it's cool that your boss likes you. Well, no, but he's saying he's worried that his boss's boss is going to say, man, that guy's not getting anything done. Right. And it's because his boss is keeping him from working. But um, how do you tell your boss to leave me alone? That's a tough spot to be in, dude. You might as well just quit and do a bunch of acid. <laughs> you could. Now, this is a total, I, I don't want to Hollywoodize your thing and turn this into a Hollywood comedy, but you could in order to basically put some distance between you, pretend like you're gay and come on to him. Um, of course, there's a chance that could backfire, and that's when the cameras start rolling and we've got a summer hit. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> that, that Ziggy will write. <laughs> that's a different just plow me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we do, um, we'll, we'll try two maybe. Okay, right. let's do one for sure. Hi guys, it's me. Mama. Oh. Hi everybody, it's Mama Hasnado. Just letting you know, I I love y'all. I love that she listens to and us. I'm getting as she calls. so excited about the party in October. I I just makes fest. Studio seven. It's overwhelming to me, but. Aww. I am just super, super excited because I want to meet some mm-hmm. of my followers and <laughs> she is gonna I get just want to yep. meet everybody, so this is going to be my chance to do so. So I just wanted to tell you all, hello, I love you, think about you all all the time. And um, sorry about the stepmom thing we did. You guys just <laughs> oh God. stay the way you are. Just stay funny and serious and whatever. <laughs> I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. Kind of regret that now. <laughs> uh, so I hope to to uh, see you in October. Oh yeah. Uh, if I'm not dead, I'm going to be there. So if Good. I have to come on stretch, I'm going to be there. Me right. three. I think that's all. Uh, there, thanks yeah. to my son, I will be there. That's awesome. <laughs> Love you all. Bye-bye. Love you, Mama. That's I, had a, I had a chance to actually talk to her yesterday. Uh, I had a, a pizza with uh, Hawknado. Nice. It was his birthday, and he invited happy me Happy birthday, Hawknado. Yeah, we oh, went and said happy hey. Happy birthday, man. And uh, Mama Hawknado called in the middle of it, so I said hey, talked to her. Aww. She seemed in great spirits, and she's still down for going, so super stoked for that. Glenn is right. She is going to get mobbed she's gonna at Mink's Fest. She's, the, yeah. she's the, really the, I mean, the party is more about Mama Hawknado in my eyes than even me. Like, it should be Mama Just, Fest. Yeah, <laughs> Mama yeah. Fest. Mama, Mama Fest. Fest. I probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble with the boss if I called it that. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> Ooh, inside story. Uh, maybe we should have her charge people uh, five bucks for pictures. It's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Photo booth. Yeah. All right, one more, I promise, because I know Mama Hockney left us another voicemail. I believe it's the next one, and then we'll call it an afternoon. Hi guys, it's me. I knew it. <laughs> uh, I called again because I wanted to ex- explain one of the reasons I'm so excited about coming to the party. 
My husband and I both were, um, we were raised very, very conservatively. We never got to do nothing without it being a sin. She's going to try asking. So, I yeah. wanted to explain to you, the reason I'm so excited, i never in my entire life been to a concert, don't matter who was. Wow. i never been to a concert. At all. I never met anybody in a band or anything like that. That's, that's going to let you down. That's going to let you down. <laughs> you it's not bands. the way we were brought up. So this is it. Now my family's gone and I can do what I want. <laughs> and my husband gone. So now I want to meet a band. I want to go to concert. I want to do some of these things that I never do when I was young. And yeah, it might seem funny that 71 year old lady wanted to do these things. It's not funny at all. It's just it's I want to do. That's all I wanted. I want to do. This is something that this old lady want to do. Love you all. Hello, friends. I love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Oh, man. I'm She's going to have a riot. She's yeah. going to get mobbed there. Yeah, man. bring earplugs, though. Because if you haven't been to a concert, yeah, it's going to be loud. It's going to be loud. You know, we'll make sure. I'll try and make sure to grab like a couple of like the the, mm-hmm. the, the squishy kind like that you get for like a bucket of store or something. I'm sure they have them at Studio Tracy 7. Might, yeah. yeah, so we'll make sure if you don't have, if you don't bring any, we'll bring some. I'm pretty sure they sell them downstairs. All right. Normally it's the Snack Shack, but 21 and up, that's the one of the downstairs bars. And I think they saw your photo okay. right there. Yeah. yeah, we'll make sure we got some, because I don't want her to blow a hearing out, and it's still going to sound awesome with earplugs <laughs> in. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. This yeah. is I'm so pumped. I did not know that this is the first time she's going to a concert, so and she's cool. 71 years young. This is going to be great. Well, this is, this is different than her just attending a concert. Half these people are going to go, that's Mama Hawk NATO, yes. and just attack her, and she's going to get, yeah, you're going to get mobbed, darling. Yep. People are going to go bonkers for you, so I hope you're ready for that. Earplugs and, and pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the best bet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. We're very excited. And uh, yeah, again, October 8th, we got Migs Fest. We have Window Pane. We have 10 Miles Wide. We have Clover Jane with their big EP release. And those boys will be joining us on the Migs Cast next week yep. to spin some tracks off of Sporadic Insanity, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. We also have uh, a, a Superfecta, Wyatt Only in the Wreckage, and Mock Society. Yep. Oh, and they're so- going to be the band of the week on Friday on BJ and Migs. Who's that, nice. Macho Side? Yes. Sweet. So I'm excited that we'll be spinning. So when you listen I'll, to BJ I'll hit and Migs. Terry in Budapest and tell him, well, I don't know if he's still in Budapest or not, but. So you'll have to let him know on Thursday because. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, what are you doing tomorrow? Today? I don't know. Ah! Where are we? <laughs> the window pane just hey, kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get out of here. And again, you can get information on our Facebook page. We pinned it. Just go to the MIGS cast and you can see it there. Windowpane.net's got the information too. Find it on Facebook. Find one of the bands. Buy the tickets. But again, October 8th, Studio 7. It's going to be a great time. It's MIGS Fest. It's a celebration of my birthday. But more importantly, it's a celebration of Mama Hawk NATO. Yeah. I am so excited about that. So, Glenn, hopefully you get some sleep. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Good to see you guys. Love you, too. Thank you to uh, Levi, Lion, Lion Pride Music, and the rest of their crew for uh, coming in and talking about Evergreen Fest. And that's this Saturday. So if you have uh, nothing to do, go check it out, evergreenfest.com. We'll be back next week with Clover Jane, Rev. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stay positive, everybody, and thank you for listening. We gotta stay positive.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.